0: three two one all right people episode one on the show we got drew pay in the passenger seat hello everybody yeah 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 all right first off we have to thank you for coming the first guest on the first episode of hopefully many hey i'm honored to be here and i'm glad that we could make this happen yeah uh I am very excited to get this show on the road. This, as you may know, has been a project I've been trying to start for a couple months now. And to finally be able to like sit down and actually start recording parts of this show is like a dream come true. I, and i really have really to thank you for coming on the show. I know you never heard of it, and it's obviously new, and you're going into uh, new waters, and just thank you. All right. Now, you're going to be one of the first people to hear the actual name of the show. I'm ready. The only people who actually know the name are probably my family and a few close friends. So the show is called Code 1030. Oh, shit. Code 1030. What the hell does that mean? So basically, coming up with the name for the show was like the hardest thing ever. It was like harder than getting all the equipment set up and harder than even getting you on the show. (laughs) (laughs) But... I kept thinking like, wow, what, what am I doing with a podcast? What am I doing here? I'm just, I don't even know what I'm doing. I'm kind of winging this as I go. But then I kept thinking like, wow, this should be illegal. A 19-year-old kid should not be able to have a podcast in his parents' basement with his friends. Like, this should be illegal. I was like, oh, it should be illegal. Well, what do the police use for code? For illegal or unnecessary use of the radio. And that happens to be code 1030. Code 1030, illegal Holy or unnecessary shit. use of the radio. That is the reason for the name. Okay, now I will tell you, at first I had no
1: idea where you were going with that. Yeah. But now that you've explained it, uh-huh. it makes perfect sense. Like that is yeah. such a unique and creative
0: name. Yeah. Dude, I spent so many hours just scouring through, like, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, just looking at names, like, oh, shit, that's already taken. Wow, I can't use that. Oh, that would have been a good name, but some guy in his basement across the country also has that name, so now I can't do that. So I'm like, man, I got to come up with something unique, and this is the only name that really stuck out. I had a couple names that it was, like, bouncing between, but I ended up siding on this because it seems a lot more natural. I wanted one of those names where it was, like, McDonald's walmart than my podcast i wanted to be like a natural like rolling off the tongue kind of something people will remember something people will remember something unique i didn't want to call it like the livingston show that's yeah that's 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 a no-no
1: boring a little boring but i think the name you chose it suits what what this podcast seems to be based on you Mm -hmm. know
0: but trying i was telling my parents i wanted to start a podcast they were always supportive Mm -hmm. very supportive and they allow me to get all this equipment in here, move my whole room around and basically do what I want to do. The only thing they're worried about, they're like, Jake, you, you got to be careful what you say. You don't want to, you want to ruin any chances of anything in the future. I'm like, yeah, mom, I'll, mom, and dad, I'll be careful. I'm not going to go out here saying things that are going to ruin my whole career when I'm 19. I just got to.
1: Well, when you think about it with the world we're living in right now and everything that's going on, the stuff that's going to be said here is so minute in mm-hmm. the stuff that is now deemed to be normal mm-hmm. in the whole world like there's nothing that is going to be too bad that's going to you know affect anything in the future i don't think
0: yeah also people just NFYI, you should not take this show seriously at all like we are not we, serious people yes we are just two kids in our my parents basement recording a podcast on the cheapest desk i've ever seen in my entire life <laughs> That's all it is, okay? You should not take what we're saying so seriously to the point where you're going to get angry at me. Please know this is all a joke to me, and I'm not taking it, <laughs> I'm not taking it seriously at all. And if I'm not taking it seriously, neither should you. Jake's one of the most serious people I've ever met in my life, oh, so she, that's something to say. Oh, what are you saying over there? Good. Yeah, you know. Also, before we get really deep into this, I have to give a couple shout-outs because there are a couple people who... I did tell about the podcast who have been very big supporters since day one. We have we have some people who have said that they would actually listen to the podcast already, which that's surprising to me. I mean, we're... <laughs> I, mean, my, I mean, you got to at least check it out, you know? Yeah, yeah. So those people that said they would listen to the podcast include Brady, Ava, Amber, and Angela. I have to give a quick shout out to all of them people for supporting me since day one and allowing this to happen also i have to give an extreme shout out to two people who have been supportive since really day one before i even had the podcast set up and when i first had the idea of the podcast that would be you drew paysold who i told at work that hey you know what i'm gonna start a podcast And you're like yeah Sure. that would be fucking dope you yeah. gotta do it That's yeah, like be a your lot fi- of fun you said I'll be your first guest and like damn I have to he's down and then the other person another person who knew about the same time as you Autumn Bornick Autumn Bornick long time friend
2: yes sir. all the way
0: up there in Green Lake supportive since day one and giving me advice about how to do this shit show I'm starting
1: <laughs> cheers to that brother
0: mm-hmm all right. Well, I think we should start off this grand show, episode one, with a
1: toast. A toast. Oh God. Here we go. All right. Oh shit. So, you know, the last time I had Fireball was when it was at my prom. Okay. And guess what? What didn't end well. So didn't end well. We're gonna have no, a good and, time uh, tonight doing this. I uh, yeah. promise you that. Before
0: we before we take this, I gotta give a quick message, and that is that. You know, a lot of people are going to ask me why I wanted to start a podcast. Some people, I think, are going to say, oh, you just wanted to get a little bit more recognized or you just want people to know your name more. No. This show was strictly started because I just wanted to have fun with some friends. Yep. Just strictly because I want to have fun with some friends and hang out with them and record it and embarrass them in five years stuff that, that is it
1: stuff you'll that'll be out there forever you know yeah, you'll forever. never be able to forget this you'll forever. be 30 and you'll be like remember that first episode of that yeah. podcast we made yeah. Drew Yeah. that shit was so bad Yeah. and look at where
0: we are now you know what I'm saying yeah. it's going to be crazy bro it will be crazy but hopefully this podcast having a lot of success and bring a lot more memories to come cheers yes cheers
1: goddamn Ooh, cinnamon. That'll get you going right there. That's a fact.
0: That was nice. Dude, fireball is like the only shot I want to take. What? I, oh, the, the, you got to branch
1: out. There are so many good shots out there that you can have. It's crazy.
0: I I should definitely try some, but I just haven't gotten around to it. I'm like, you know what, Fireball? That seems like whatever those like red hot things your grandma puts on the cookies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's, yeah. There's, and I hate those. I hate them I, so I hate them so much, but you know what? <laughs> <laughs> I'll take a shot of it. You know the thing. Th-
1: this is this is a saying that my my great grandpa used to tell my uh, my mom and all all of her uh, cousins, and he used to say, like people would be like, "Oh, this tastes so bad!" Like whatever they were drinking, and he would say, "Well, you don't drink for the taste; you drink to be jolly. So once you get over the taste, and you just start to the drink, and you start yeah. to have a good time. That's all there is mm-hmm. to it, man."
0: I learned that about a year
1: ago. Oh God, I don't even <laughs> want to talk about that. Oh no, my God, this man. He is. He's turning into a seasoned veteran, and I've been training him. Mm-hmm. So I'm glad that he's finally, you know, getting out there and drinking.
0: What well, What did you think about me the first time you ever met me? I know we were at work, and like we had a job together, and I was so different than I am now. Like if you were like, I was. I don't even know. It's crazy. Like when we
1: it. I don't. It's crazy how like friendship friendships grow uh-huh. over time. Because like yeah. when we when I first met you, you were really quiet. You didn't talk a lot and you were kind of like, you had your little group of friends and it kind of seemed like, I'm I'm not sure if this is hundred percent true, but this is how I feel mm-hmm. like you were kind of afraid to branch out. Oh, for sure. I was different, but over the, like the four years that we've been working together and have become really close friends, huh? in my opinion, is like the more you grow as like the more experiences you have, the more stuff you do together, the more you open up to each other and like Honestly, you're one of the best friends I, I have. Oh, how sweet but, of you, Drew. But when I sweet. But when I first met Jake, I was like, this motherfucker's a nerd. <laughs> and
0: I was. I was so, so introverted. It was hilarious. I would, okay. I would... Before I got a job, I spent my summers in this house, probably in this room, playing video games all day. You know, I didn't... I didn't even play video games with other people. I played video games by myself. Yeah. But then crazy. I came to work, and I was hanging out with people like you, and... <laughs> Jake Lenz? Dear Jake god. the Snake. Yeah, yeah, I haven't seen that dude in forever. Yeah, he's, I need to talk to him.
1: He's out. He's out doing uh, military things. He's in the Air yeah. Force and stuff, so he, he's busy and stuff. But whatever, he's doing what he wants to do. <laughs> mm-hmm. What did you think about me the dude, first time dude, you met me at work?
0: Oh my god! So <laughs> I met you, could, and I could tell that you know you you were a lot more socially like I don't even know how to say like grown than I was if that makes sense like you were so much better at talking to people and I was like whoa and then I learned like oh he plays football he does I think you were doing wrestling at the time maybe yep and I was like well this guy we have nothing in common we have nothing in common what he plays football I play golf you know he likes to go out and lift weights I like to stay inside (laughs) (laughs) but then then I got to know you and I was like holy shit we have actually have a lot in common yeah, like it's weird because you gave off this kind of vibe that you were like this big, like kind of jock. Like you were yep. like, "Oh, I gotta go all these parties, I gotta go to the sports games, you know, yep. all that." But then I got to know you, and I'm like, dude, this guy, this guy loves Skyrim. He, I know, <laughs> and I'm, he loves Pokemon. Oh it's my crazy. god! I was never big into Pokemon, but I was like, "Holy shit!" Well, it's kind of like you know,
1: a lot of a lot of people, like everybody, literally everybody always judges someone before they get to know them and like, just looks at what they do. Like mm-hmm. I had my friend group since like, you know, elementary school, we grew up together, but that didn't mean that I didn't have my sensitive side. I didn't have my mm-hmm. adventurous side. I loved Pokemon. I love Skyrim. I love the elder scrolls. I love mystery. Star Wars is my favorite franchise.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh my God. We got to talk about star Wars later oh in God. the podcast.
1: Oh, they fucking, I'm well, we'll save it for later. Save it for later. I don't even want to get started on that. Oh shit my right God. Now. Yes, sir. But I mean, like I'm, like once you get to know people they are never what they seem to be usually you know <laughs> and i really i
0: really different. did see that in you because like i'd say after that first summer we became good friends like you yeah. we actually had surpri- surprising amount in common and it was it's crazy. It's crazy. Because like, we like, you like look at me and you hanging mm-hmm.
1: out and they'd be like, if they knew you and knew me, Yeah, but not like, knew This close, they'd be like, who the, f- why the fuck are these guys hanging out right now? It doesn't even mm-hmm. make logical yeah, sense. Yeah, and now we're making a
0: podcast in my basement. Look at that. Yeah, Episode shit, one. Shit
1: goes weird. And I mean, it all works <laughs> out in the end, no matter what it is. I mean, it's crazy, bro.
0: Yeah, it is crazy. But, oh my God. I kind of viewed you like as we were starting to work together, maybe like year two, I really like you introduced me to so much stuff. Like hey. you were like giving me advice like, hey, this is what you do in this situation. You know, yeah. you're going to hang out with that girl, here's what you do. You go you're, you're going ne- to you going to this event, here's what you do. And eventually I was at the beginning I was like, Oh no. bullshit, I ain't doing I ain't doing that. <laughs> I ain't doing that. Hell nah. I'm having no, nothing to do with that. But then after a while I was like, Wow, that's pretty fun. <laughs>
1: Yeah, I, I knew, like, I'd be like, dude, I got to get, I got, I mean, I feel like after we started working together, we started getting close. I was like, I need to grow him into a man. Mm-hmm. Like,
0: it was well, not like,
1: yeah, like a father figure, but as, yeah. like a brother, mm-hmm. like an older yeah. brother. Like and, my,
0: my sensei. And it's fucking crazy, bro.
1: <laughs> this kid, I swear to God, every time I told him something, I would say it because I knew I had to say it, but I would, be, I would just be, turn around and be like, this motherfucker ain't going to do shit I told mm-hmm. him to do. But eventually, mm-hmm. I, eventually, I was did it all. I, ever wrong. I
0: did it all. You were never wrong. I was never wrong. You know, so every now and then, I'm like, you know, Drew. This even nowadays, bit. I'm like, no, I absolutely no way in hell am I ever going to do that.
1: So, did you try anal yet? Oh
0: God, shut up! <laughs> no, that's off limits.
1: Off limits. Hey, that's fair. That's mm-hmm. a fair play. I ain't gonna, yeah. ju- I ain't gonna judge you on that one. Not mm-hmm. gonna lie, shit's crazy, bro. But like, the funny thing is, is, like, you also taught me a lot. You know, like, how so? What did I teach you? I feel like. The more we talked the more we hung out you know you kind of taught me a little bit of restraint because like watching you like like i usually if if i disagreed with somebody in the past like back you know like when we first met and before Mm -hmm. that i would just fucking tell you that you were wrong and come at you you know what i'm saying Mm -hmm. but like i've heard the stories i've heard the stories yeah i mean i i was a fucking wild motherfucker out back in the day but now it's like I feel like if someone says something that I don't agree with, I hold my tongue more, like, almost all the time. Mm Because the the older I've gotten, I don't know. Like, I used to love, like, beefing, fighting, whatever you want to call it. (laughs) But now, like, I feel like that's such a waste of time. And I feel like you kind of helped me with that because you were always, like,
0: pacifist-ish. I was just sitting there like, yeah, fuck it.
1: Yeah, like, fuck it. That's exactly the mindset that you kind of... Mm-hmm. Got grown inside me Is like hey I mean You can't mm-hmm. let all this shit Get to you Because people yeah. are always Going to hate Or whatever's happening So that's a fact yeah. You know So
0: Yeah and then After like a few years Of us working together You know Now I kind of hope I get on every job With you yeah, God damn Fuck it's a great time Yeah it's, a, it's a great time You know When the crew started out In my first year You know it was a little rocky We had a lot of different Friend groups But now it's like We one got One group One yeah. group We got All of my friends And a few of your friends Eventually like Merged mm-hmm. together we had this one really thing, yeah. tight group and, and we get along so well and number one rule that we've always had at work at the country club yeah for those crew. of you that don't know we work at the country club and we're on the grounds crew and we're outside all day working together in the hot sun our slaving uh, away our motto mark
1: if you hear this i'm sorry paid by the hour baby
0: yep. paid by the hour that's our life model. That's how we run our lives every day in the summer. Well, this is what I this Look, is my. We do get the job done. And yes. we get it jo- we get it done, done right. well, yes. right? Yes. Right and well. But right the thing is, well.
1: the thing I I think about is as long as we get the job done by the end of the day, we did what we were supposed to do. Mm-hmm. And if we would have finished it two hours early, we'd been out there ninety degree heat, yeah. string trimming every fucking tree on the course. So, me personally, mm-hmm. actually, now I think we're yeah. at the point that we ain't string trimming. Like, no, we boss, got all those boss, young bloods in boss man. Boss man tells me, "Hey, Drew, you want to go string trim? I might be like, you know,
0: yeah, you know what? We I'm got not, we got them the, the new
1: guys this. to do that. I mean, I I'll, I'll do something else, but mm-hmm. I, I I ain't really trying. To, but if he asked me, I'd do it. Like it's not that big of a deal. Yeah. It's a good workout.
0: Yeah, well, we we just to be clear, we we get the <laughs> job done very well, and we love our jobs very much. We love we like working at the country club a lot. Yeah, and, and we work hard. Yeah, it's not like we, we work we, very we're hard. Slackers or anything. We're a bunch of Big brawling, brawling, men. sweaty, stinky men that just
1: all the females out there hit my line.
0: Yeah, all the females out there. I, dude, you know what's weird? Jake's re-
1: recently single too, so we both are actually. So let's let's uh yeah yeah let's yeah. make that known.
2: Yeah yeah.
0: <laughs> breaking news on the podcast. Dear God.
1: Yeah, breaking news. Everyone. Next thing you know, it's 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 game over. Now we're getting flamed already. Mm-hmm. yeah it's done it. it's I done it.
0: i can hear the cnn reporters knocking on the door what'd you say in that first podcast dear god <gasps> oh
1: my god they were talking about being single and talking to the ladies <laughs> cancel them <gasps> cancel them
0: <laughs> no but for real
1: i mean it's a yeah. blast working yeah. and i yeah. mean if you, another thing i, I don't want to get too preachy on this podcast mm-hmm. this is yeah. a serious uh, preach thing. preach true preach if you're working somewhere and you hate it and you this you wake up in the morning you're like fuck I don't want to go to work today mm-hmm. you should not be doing that for your life it doesn't matter how the, much money the you the only
0: make. the only reason that you should stay at that shitty job is if you have very important things to support like a child
1: yes and if you got good benefits and stuff and if you're already if you've already made that leap and very committed what's the point of trying to start all over again but like if you're like just getting out of college or just getting out of high school, you're going right into a job. If you get into that job, like for me, I went into plumbing right after Mm -hmm. high school and I hated it, so I stopped and I really wanted to work on the golf course. I want to be a golf course superintendent. That's what I want to go to school for. That's what you should strive to do because you're not going to be happy in life if you have a shitty job. It doesn't matter how much money it makes you because money doesn't make you happy. That's all I'm going to say. I don't want to
0: preach too hard on that. I can add on to that a little bit. Yeah, yeah. go ahead. That's also the reason why I left college. Yeah, I was going to Ripon Oh, yeah, fuck that Rip Ripping shit. college. And I was like, you know what? Okay, first off, I love the school. School and the people, amazing. Just that I realized with all this COVID shit going on, I was like, wow, wow, what am I doing? I'm sitting in on my computer all day under a loft in this tiny room with no air conditioning doing things that I can't stand. And I'm like, wow, what am I doing? I'm spending, it was around like, Eleven grand a semester. I was like, eleven grand a semester? That's like at that point it was You could buy four of my trucks in a year. Yeah, damn. That's a it fact. was like I can't remember I broke it down. It was like two grand a month. And I was like, Jesus. That's that's like paying for a
1: mortgage almost. Like Yeah. That that's even more than like my mom's mortgage is less than two thousand mm-hmm. like most yeah. mortgages was- are less than two thousand and you're wasting all this money. But see, the thing that you did is smart is you, you dropped out, you're saving yourself money, and yeah. if you go to community college just like for two years, yeah, that's what I'm get doing. your generals that's done. What I'm doing. You're saving so much money and you're getting the same result. Because then after you do those two years, you can transfer to for your degree and you have all the classes that they would have been charging you two grand a month for. Yeah. And you're living at yeah. home doing it online, doing it way cheaper. Yeah, the, the technical, and that's a fact. The
0: technical college I'm I'm going to go to is like like almost $11,000 for the whole two years, the whole two years, not just a semester, the whole two years. That's like two and a half grand a semester. That's a lot more manageable. I can work at the country club for the summer and make back most of the money that I spent. So by the time I'm done, I hope not to be in any debt whatsoever. Facts. And,
1: and the funny thing is like, even in like for you, especially because you're really frugal Mm -hmm. with your money. Yeah. You are like, you're kind of like me, but I still spend my money on stuff like chew and stuff like that, you know, Um, like when I went and bought my truck, it was like my first big, it was my biggest purchase of my life. And I was Mm -hmm. so stressed about it. I was like, should I even do this? Like, but I always wanted to have a nice big truck. You know, that's just how I roll. And Mm -hmm. I'm glad I did it. But at the same time, like it was tough, man. And like committing to that much, you know, money to something. Yeah. You really got to be sure about it. Cause so many people, you see so many people they go to school for four years, they drop 50,000. Seventy five thousand, hundred thousand dollars on it, and then they're like, "Fuck it, I don't even want to do this anymore." Like, I don't even mm-hmm. want to do this, and they get a job that has nothing to do with their degree, mm-hmm. and they're seventy five thousand in the in the tank, and they ain't gonna mm-hmm. pay that off till they're retired.
0: Yeah, I was you at know? Ripon. I was like, wow, you know, I was majoring in finance, and I was like, damn, all I could see myself doing was like, you know, best case scenario, I get a job right out of college. And then what am I doing? I'm sitting in a desk all day, maybe making phone calls, just doing stuff on the computer. No, I I was looking at it. I was like, I don't want to do that. And actually, we can thank me dropping out of school for there even being this podcast. Because while I was at Rippin, I was listening to podcasts like The Joe Rogan Experience. The absolutely go- (laughs) Yes, the best podcast I've ever heard. Okay? And I was listening to that. I was like, damn, you know what? That'd be pretty fun. What if I could like... What if I could do that but with like my friends? Yeah. Yeah, that'd be that'd be amazing. And then I I left school and then I was back in Stoughton, hometown. Don't let us come for me.
1: I got my gun ready.
0: He's ready to go. But (laughs) I came back (laughs) I came back to work and it was at work it was a lot of like just sitting on mowers. So I got a lot of time to just sit there with my headphones on, listening to Spotify, aka the Joe Rogan experience. And just hanging out, thinking by myself, and after like listening to Joe Rogan podcasts for about five hours a day for weeks, weeks and weeks and weeks, I was like, you know what, I could have to do that. And I remember sitting on break in the shop, being like looking up microphones, you know, what can I do, and looking up everything that I would need. I'm like, damn, you know what, this actually might be affordable to some degree. Yep, affordable to some degree. And I was like, damn, yeah, that that'd be a lot of fun. Just have a, it would it just sit there with my friends, you know, I don't, I don't want to focus on really, really focused on college. right now. I just want to have yeah. fun. Exactly. That's and what I'm doing.
1: You know, what's, you know, what's funny? What?
0: Like, I feel like
1: this, this is a good first episode. Cause me and you are both really in the podcast. Mm-hmm. Like yes. when we'd be working, we'd be listening to like the same podcast and uh-huh. then we'd talk about it. Like we'd teach. other be like, bro, did you hear what they said? Like, yes just crazy. Yes. And like, we'd it always be so talking much. about it and like, like. Add our own thoughts into it. I feel like we're, we're both, like, this was, like, it suits both of us to be doing this right now. Mm-hmm, for because, sure. like, you're super passionate about it, and you're you're really, you know, you're, I mean, look at everything you've done to make this happen. I mean, mm-hmm. that takes dedication. Yeah. And then me, I just love talking and shooting the shit and having a good time. So, like, it was just meant to be,
0: I think. Dude, you know? if folks at home could see this, my, this podcast studio is in my room, okay? And my room's a... It's a decent size, I'd say, average size. But like this whole studio takes up over half of my room. Over half of my room. Yeah. I'd stuffed my dresser into my closet. And like the only other thing besides the studio, like basically in this room, this is, is, is my bed. <laughs> that's it. Yeah. So like if maybe if you can see this on the camera we got recording on maybe we'll post on YouTube or something. But if you could see this, what you see through the camera, that's like. Eighty percent of my room. I the camera is against the bed that is against the wall. That's it. Do, it.
1: it doesn't get much realer than that. I mean, That's this it. this is as real as it gets. Real uh-huh. people talking about real shit. And I mean, it looks kind of professional. Like when I walked in here, I was mind blown. Yeah. I was like, This shit was, looks professional. I wonder what you'd think about the studio. I so couldn't
0: I my, couldn't even put it to words. Yeah, man. my my thought going into this was like, Okay, I wanna start a podcast, but I don't have Joe Rogan experience money. Yeah. Ain't none of us got no hundred million in yeah, the bag no. right now. That's no, all I'm no, saying. No, no, no. So, what can I do in my room for a relatively inexpensive cost? I did a lot of research, and I finally came down to all this equipment. Which I'll say right now, it wasn't. It's not the cheapest equipment, but I wanted equipment that would be quality for what I wanted to do. I didn't yeah. want to get go on Amazon, just search microphones and, ser- and like sort. Cheapest to highest, and, and buy by the, $20 by, by like or a something. twenty dollars. Buy like a twenty dollar microphone. No, I wanted something that I knew would last, and I know I've seen other podcasts where they have used these actual mics, and these it's it's just amazing. Like
1: I know, don't start crying on <laughs> me now,
2: okay? You're I'm not gonna, I'm, I'm not gonna get
0: all <laughs> emotional on the podcast, not yet, <laughs> not episode one. You ain't I'm, got enough liquor in dude, him. Yet. I just am wait. no, I'm I'm so excited <laughs> for this podcast, you. Folks at home cannot understand how long I have, how long of hours I put in to get this thing set up, getting things set up on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, getting a whole entire online social media thing set up, and then getting all the equipment set up and making sure everything was going to finally be able to just sit down, hit record right now, and, and, just, give her hell. and just talk, just talk for however however long, long this goes. I don't know. We might be here for three hours. I have no idea. We're you know just going to sit funny? down here and talk. You know what's funny? What?
1: I was I was getting ready to leave, and my mom was like, make sure you don't say anything that's incriminating, Drew. Because you know how my mom is. Yeah, for people Denise, that don't know, my mom, she's very protective. She's yeah, very, you yeah. know, she worries a lot. But I was like, Mom, it's chill. She's, if she ever listens to this, she's going to be tweaking. But, yeah. I mean, what, what can you, I mean, like, she can't control me anymore. You yeah. know, I'm an adult, and yeah. I make my own decisions, mm-hmm. and you got to live with the consequences. What the, the police going to come get me because I say I <laughs> drank underage one time. Like, I mean, let's be realistic. They got bigger and bigger and better things to do. Yeah. Like protecting people and shit. They're not going to, I mean, it just, it just, it doesn't work like that. And yeah, I mean, I'm glad that, that, you know, we're here and we're talking and mm-hmm. I mean, it's going to be a good night. I think for sure. I
0: think it's, this is definitely going to be a memorable night. We're going to be looking back at this in a few years and be like, dude, remember that first episode recorded, yeah, oh back God. when you signed your hundred million dollars Spotify contract. Oh God, hey, Jake, I have no. That I have no. Dr- okay, I have no. Like that's like so far out. There are like thousands and thousands of podcasts. Yeah, you know, I I'd, I'd love for this podcast to be successful, but I'm also very realistic, and I know yep. that in like it could be three years down the line, maybe I have like fifty viewers, and you know what, I'll be happy with it because I'm sitting here talking to my friends and we're making memories. And one thing my dad said is that, you know what, may not appreciate it in the moment. But 30 years down the line, you know what? Maybe you'll go back and you'll look at all the memories. We'll go back. We'll listen to this first episode. Be like, damn, remember back then we were in... Yeah. I, was nine, I was 19. Drew was 20. We We're sitting in the basement recording. Now look at where we are. Look at how far we came. Well, like, the funny thing is, is, like,
1: um, how... Even if, like, three years down the line, you got 50 viewers, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But if you look at, like, for another... We'll bring up Joe Rogan again because yeah. we've been talking about. Yes, we
0: we love Joe Rogan. Joe Rogan's the fucking boss.
1: Yet. He's the man. I love him. If, um, when he started, he's been doing his podcast since like 2010. Yeah. What he, he? said, he said. I mean, he didn't blow up overnight. It took years. Like, yes. He he didn't I, blow up until
0: a couple of years ago, dude, right? Just do yeah. Just doing research after I, Fear Factor yeah, and all that. Yeah, Fear I mean, Factor, all that, and then. F- like for the long, for the first few episodes, he was doing stuff like us. We we're just sitting shooting here, shooting shit, smoking shooting with his shit. buddies. Yeah, we don't smoke. Yeah, but no, I
1: mean, oh, no. I
0: know people. Well, I used to. No. I used to be yeah, a big, yeah, a big yeah.
1: smoker, but I, I mean, I fell out of love with it. I mean, it makes me paranoid. It's mm. just, it's. I'd rather I, I'd spend my time doing other things. You know, being productive. Hope I like to think I'm being more productive than that. And <laughs> there's sure. nothing against smoking. I mean, you gotta do you. I think it should be legal. I mean, what what's the harm?
0: Hey yo, talking about smoking. Shout out to Bill at the Country Club. <laughs> Copy.
1: Bill at the Country Club. Fucking he's probably smoking right now. Crazy bastard, isn't yeah. he? We Okay, that guy's really cool. It's we all you love do. Him. We all love you him. do at work is smoke. It's crazy.
0: It's crazy.
1: But I mean, like you just got to, you know, be yourself and that's the main thing, you know. If you want to be a fucking whatever you want to do. If you don't like this is oh, this is what I want to say to you. Like yeah, thirty years down the line, if you mm-hmm. wouldn't have done this podcast,
0: yeah, I'd be regretting it you would, so you would,
1: much. You would regret it, and that's something you can never take back. So at least you tried it and you did what you could, and you're putting everything into it. But no one can ever take that away from you, and I think that's important. Mm-hmm. Personally,
0: yeah, personally, um, I think this podcast is going to be some of long-term? the you think one it'll of the long term. I think it'll be long term. You know, that's good. I don't, I don't ever see this being like a main source of income, like. It, that takes years and years and so many viewers to actually be able to say, okay, what I do for a living is I record podcasts. Yeah, 100%. I don't, I don't ever see it getting that way. I could see it just being like a, little, a side project. You know, whenever I have friends over, just fuck okay, it, record an episode. Well, a lot of podcasters,
1: this is kind of like they make a bunch of money off of it, uh-huh. but they just do it because they love yeah. to do it. Like Joe Rogan, uh-huh. he's an announcer for the UFC. You know, he's done other things. Mm-hmm. He was an actor. Like, a lot of people use podcasts just to say what they want to say, have a good time. And that's like the most important part. If you're doing it for the wrong reasons, then it's never gonna work. See, like you can't think about the money because then it's it's not mm-hmm. it's just not gonna be the same as just fucking shooting the shit, you know?
0: Yeah, also I wanna give a quick shout out, a real quick shout out to the website that actually made this all possible because We actually... I don't know if you... I didn't tell you this, Drew. We have a sponsor for this first episode.
1: No way. Yes. Really?
0: The way I use... The way I upload these podcasts to, let's say, Spotify, I use this website called Anchor. Okay. And what they, they do is they take... I upload my uh, podcast to them and they take that episode and they distribute it around. They set everything up for me. Gives it real easy, real easy access to everyone. A lot of other th- sites, let's say they they charge money. They they charge yep. money for like okay, you want to you want to have like a 2-hour long podcast, you got to pay like this much for that. I was like, man, I can't I can't afford that. I already got enough going into this. Yep. And Anchor is actually free and and I'm able to upload my podcast very easy. And they allow very easy sponsorships. And so we have a sponsor for this first one, Anchor.
1: So, so I have it, a question about yes. Anchor. Yes. So when they upload it to all these, like they mm-hmm. spread it out, is that are they giving you exposure to people? Like will they, they be like, okay, this person is looking on?
0: Let's... I am not entirely sure. Because if I can, they did, that would be sick. I can check stats and I... I have everything set up to go. For those of you who may be listening, this podcast is available on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. And big time out here. Yeah, big time out here. And all I got to do is search code 1030 in the search bar, and I should pop up right away. But obviously, if you're listening to this, you're on one of those apps. So congratulations. You found it. Big round of applause. <laughs> woo Copy but- that.
1: All right, let's let's switch the topic a little bit here. Switch the let's, topic. Let's see what we can yes, talk about. Yes. All
0: right, my man, you started a new job at Walmart. Oh yes, Wally I did.
1: World, Wally World. You know, this is what I want to. Okay, let's start this off. Okay, that's right, crazy. Okay, let, let's let Drew get into his. I got to give you guys the full background of what what transpired. Okay. All right, the floor is yours. So, I'm working at the Country Club. Obviously, we're in Wisconsin. So the golf course is a seasonal job for the most part, because in the winter you can't be playing golf. It's just not possible. So I'll work in the spring and then I'll work all the way through the fall. And then once the course closes, I'm done. And I'm the kind of guy that can't just like sit at home, collect unemployment because I'll get bored. So I applied at Walmart. It's a good, I mean, it's paying me pretty well. Also your brother works there. My brother is a manager at Walmart. Shout out to him. He's he's 21 making bank. Mm-hmm. Like more than mm-hmm. my mom and my dad. And yeah. he's 21. And he's going to yeah. school for free online at Purdue. Mm-hmm. Walmart's paying for him to go to school yeah. at Purdue. It's crazy. A
0: lot, a lot of but, these big companies, they, they pay so much and... The amount of opportunities they give people, like let's say Amazon or Walmart, even like McDonald's, like the amount of opportunities. Oh well, McDonald's be- money. Yeah, I, mean, I, I don't know. I don't know. I'm depends. just I'm just naming yeah, big companies. Big companies. But yeah. big companies they give their employees so many opportunities that like let's say smaller companies couldn't give. So Walmart, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, to always always a good option if you
1: need a job. Yeah, and it's and it's crazy. Like, um I went in for my interview, super low key. I'm working in produce, so I stock produce, you know, do all the stuff with the fruits and the vegetables. My favorite kind of food, actually. Uh, Just kidding. I hate fruits and vegetables. I'm more meat, potatoes kind of guy. But anyways, um, I thought I was going to hate it. I'm working 4 a.m. to 1 p.m. early mornings. I mean, at first, I was like, this is going to suck. But then I got into it, and I actually kind of like it. Yeah, what what do you do on the Like, how do you stock shelves at walmart what does that even entail so like i get there in the morning 4 a.m we have to unload the semi with all the pallets of shit we Mm -hmm. get like seven pallets a day on average six to seven sometimes more sometimes less and these pallets are full like seven to eight feet high of shit like eight six hundred seven hundred eight hundred individual things that you have to undo you have to scan them into the system so like they the system knows that you got these items uh-huh. and then you have to look and see if on the floor, like out in the actual department, if the stuff needs to be restocked and you take it out and all that. So, you know, you just have to keep everything full. You have to keep that. The biggest thing is making sure you keep all the bad produce, like the rotten, the gross stuff, mm-hmm. take that off the floor. Cause that's going to make you look bad. And then, you know, you go back, you gotta make sure the stuff looks good. A bunch of stuff. I mean, it keeps me busy all day, and it, it goes by quick, but I tell you what. You work at Walmart, you meet some strange motherfuckers, man. That's that's actually the next question. Strange motherfuckers. That's the
0: next question because Walmart is very <laughs> notorious around the world as having some weird people that wander into the doors. Now, I want to know. You've only been working there for how long? Uh, damn near a month. A month. Have you already seen some crazy shit?
1: Dude, I've heard some stories, bro. Dude, tell me. We we got to know. A guy I work with, he was telling me this story about a guy. He walked into the bathroom to, mm-hmm. to use the bathroom yeah. right in the front of the store. Yeah. He walks in. There's a guy in the middle of the room squatting, taking a shit on the floor. Turd on the floor. On the floor. And he was like, oh, fuck no. And he walked out. He went up. He was like, you got to call, Jared. There's shit on the floor. The guy's shitting on the floor. I mean, like, the shit's crazy, man. I mean, people do not give a fuck. Like, no. Like, people, I mean, I have people come up to me all the time. They're like, well, where's this? What's this? And, like, they, they treat you like you're not as good as them because you work at Walmart, which is kind of uh-huh. sucks. Yeah. But, I mean, there's one thing wrong. They will come up to you and bitch you out. And I'm just like, dude, all I do is stock the produce. One time I was walking to my break. So I had to mm-hmm. walk from the front of the store all the way to the back to the break room. And I was just walking, and someone's just, like, comes up to me and starts complaining about something that had, I had nothing to do with. I'm like, I'm sorry, sir, I can you know, take it up with management and try to get it figured out. And then he just walked away. And I was like, bro, what is going on? I mean, it was crazy, bro. I mean, the stuff you see, the people you see, it's kind of, it, I mean, you meet a lot of good people and stuff, but yeah, I mean, it's crazy.
0: Obviously. But the thing about Walmart is that you meet everyone in the town. So you imagine everyone in the town, there's a lot of good people. Obviously there's overwhelming amount of good people. Yep. But for, when you meet all the people, there's some crazy people in every yeah, town. I mean, and I've, I've seen a lot of people I know,
1: too, which is nice. And I work with, I work with people I know, mm-hmm. like friends of mine and stuff. So there's nothing... I
0: mean, you could have
1: a way worse job. You know? Yeah. There's way worse Wal- stuff you could be doing.
0: Walmart is one of those jobs where you're like... yeah. I mean, it's a good job for everyone. Everyone can do it, really. Oh, well, you'd be surprised.
1: Uh-huh. Some of the people I work with are so fucking lazy. It's not even funny. <laughs> like... I mean, I shouldn't even be mad. I'm working there for the winter. Like, it's not a full-time job. But, like, yeah. some of these motherfuckers piss me off. Because I'm sitting there like, like, dude, dude. if I was at the country club and you did this shit, you'd be out the door. I'd have boss man on you so fast. You'd uh-huh. be fucked. I mean, like, I mean, there's sometimes people just disappear. Gone. For, like, an hour, two hours. You, you don't just even gone. Know, They're just gone. And, like, everyone's like, where did so-and-so go? It's usually just this is just one guy, but I don't want to name him or anything. Mm -hmm. And everyone's like, "Where did he go?" I'm sitting there like, "Bro, he's been gone for like an hour and a half. (laughs) I don't know where he went, dude." (laughs) And like, he'll just come, and then the funniest part is he'll just stroll back in, Uh like nothing happened. Yeah, like he hadn't just been gone for an hour. There are so many
0: employees at Walmart. How do you even keep track of them? I know. Like every every (laughs) aisle has like has like two people on like a cart stocking stocking shelves, and you're like. I Like who who is like is there anyone walking around like making sure people are doing their jobs? Yeah. Like what is even I don't even know how that all works.
1: The key is the key is is all the managers have a big set of keys uh-huh. for the store. And when they're walking, you can hear the keys jingle. Okay, this is this is pro strats <laughs> fucking Call of Duty League type shit. Okay, folks. You hear those those fucking keys coming down, you just start acting like you're if you weren't working. You start acting like you're working. They come in. And you're like, mm-hmm. "Oh, hey, mm-hmm. boss, how you doing?" You know, it's it's crazy. But like, my brother, he's told me stories where like, he's he's like a manager. Mm-hmm. So he he's in charge of like the whole back room, like all the stuff coming in and all that kind of stuff, all the overstock, all that kind of stuff. And he'll be like looking for people that are working this department because yeah. they're just gone, and he just can't find them. They're just gone. Just gone. Yeah. And they'll just come back and he'll be like, Where the fuck were you? And then you know I don't know. You know,
2: yeah, know. You know just,
0: just
1: But the funny thing is, is like you can't just fire people. Yeah. Because obviously. you need like especially if you're short staffed, like what are you gonna do about it, right? You know? Mm-hmm. So it is what it is. I'm ready to, you know, get back on the course though for real. I'm
0: yeah. ready. Dude, I can't for some reason when you get in the middle like you're working throughout the whole summer, you're like, Man, I just want to go home and take like a nice cold shower. I want to just sit down and have like a like a a soda or some ice cold water. Or and a then Captain all of a Coke. sudden, yeah, Captain and Coke. Copy. Uh huh. Yeah, but then like the winter comes around, you're like, oh, yeah, you're excited to be off work. But then like in the middle of winter, like January or February, right around this time, you start realizing, man, dude, I wish I could like rake a sand trap or something. <laughs> it's a I, weird. It's a it's weird, weird feeling. It's it's crazy. It's a weird I mean, feeling.
1: And I feel like, you know what? What's crazy, bro? I bet I th- I feel like, well, I mean, at our golf course, there's a bunch of rich people. So obviously, they yeah. like any These... golf
0: course, there's bound to be rich people. let's yeah, be honest. But
1: it's crazy, like how you could love a job so much and think it's like the best job in the world, mm-hmm. but then someone else would be like, man, this guy's a loser. He's working as a grounds crew yeah. person. You know what
0: I mean? Yeah. All the all the grounds crew guys love the job. Like I uh, like I, I'd say a majority of them love the job. You know, it has a lot more fun moments than it does like oh Yo, you're digging a hole. I'd say so. I think so. I
1: think the biggest part is we have freedom and we're not con- like always getting yeah. nailed to the cross, you yeah, know? What I you know
0: you don't have people looking over your shoulder all the time yes, and, and like you I'd like just No, obviously, at you. obviously the boss, my boss is my dad, but I'd like to think at least from every, everyone else's perspective he's a lot more laid back than every than a lot of other bosses. Best he gives boss you a lot had. Yeah. He it's amazing. Like we we he trusts us to do the job now that we've been working there for we're both going on like 5 years I think. Yeah. 5 years. 5 and years, man. We've obviously I think we've earned his trust on most things. Well, what I'd like to think
1: is he's the he's not he's laid back, which is nice. But you know, like if you start slacking off or you Uh start testing the boundaries,
0: you're not good. He's gonna fucking
1: put you in your place. But Uh as long as you're you're good, you do your job and you're cool, Mm -hmm. and then he's not gonna have a problem with it. You know, Mm -hmm. like yeah, I think the biggest pet peeve that probably gets on him is like people taking a longer lunch or taking a long break or sitting in the shop not Mm -hmm. doing anything. As long as you're out there doing something, as long as you're doing anything, anything, you know, you gotta be doing something.
0: Uh huh. That's like the. One of the problems with like the new people that come in is that they come into the job and you know, sometimes it's not that hard of the job. Like a lot of times you're sitting there, you know, you're raking sand or you're that fucking sand, cutting grass. You, That's that you. sand pisses me off so
1: much every year. because I uh, pray to God that none of you ever have to experience edging sand traps. I oh swear my
0: to God. God. The sand if you could remove so If you could remove sand traps from every golf course, I would say yes. Not because like, okay, I play golf too. And obviously the sand traps have their purpose. But as far as like a maintenance standpoint, they are the most annoying thing on the job because sand always has to look perfect. And even if it, you can obviously tell if there's a problem with the sand because there's like a footprint in it or the sand kind of washes down in a way. And you're like, damn, now I got to fix it. Yep. And it happens all the time. We are working on, I'd say when we're on the grounds crew, we are working in the sand traps probably at least 20% of the time worth are the job.
1: Yep, yep. For well, sure. Now, I mean, nowadays, me, it's not nowadays,
0: not so much just because we've been worried that for so long. But, but we, still the have to ed, we still have to edge them
1: because we're the ones that know how to do it. Luckily for me, I'm kind of like, I feel like I'm getting to the point where I'm almost like third in command. Yeah. In a way, you in know, a like, way, yeah. In that weird the way. General, there's the general, there's the colonel, and then there's like the, the officer. Uh-huh. I kind of feel like I'm like an officer almost. Yeah. So I almost don't have to edge them. But I, you know, if something's not looking right, I'm there. Uh Uh-huh. To make it, you know, make it look good. And for
0: those of you who don't know what edging a sand trap is, basically you go around the entire sand trap. So, you know, it's like a, basically like a little pit of sand. Yeah. And along the outside edges, the grass likes to grow over or through into the sand. Now, what we have to do. And it doesn't look good. It doesn't look good at all. Yep. And what we do is we cut that back. Give it a nice clean edge. So it's nice, like straight up and down. There's no grass going into the sand or coming through the sand. And then... Once it's like that, it's perfect. But the thing is that the grass, there's always so much grass, and it's going through the sand in all these places. And and, and sometimes the sand, like, it'll come up to the edge
1: and, like, make the edge disappear, basically. And um you kind of have to be on top of it. And a lot of it is, like, has to do with when people are raking the edge. You use, like, a, a leaf rake, and you rake the edge to make it look good. And people bring up all this sand, and then it starts to make, like, humps, and it doesn't look good. Mm-hmm. It's really actually difficult to perfect, and... Make it look yeah.
0: perfect. But yeah, but we've been working there for five years, and I can st- say we are experts. We get yeah. those edges looking damn perfect. You know, when I first started out, we'd have people come to and saying, oh, that edge looks horrible. you got to go fix it. Nowadays, I haven't had at least a complaint from an actual golfer in, like, years. But, of course, we get, like, complaints from just other people that work there because they know what it's supposed to look like, and then we go yep. fix it, and now they all look spotless and... You can thank us for that.
1: Yeah, fuck that shit though. hmm If I if I never had to break another sand trap, I'd be fucking so happy and I'd I'd cry of joy. I swear to God. I mean I mean, the shit that I've gone through at the country club, it is crazy. I mean I mean, I had to go to work after my first underage, bro. Oh my The next okay. morning.
0: So okay, before we get into this, you need to start at the Beginning of the story about how you got an underage. Because you can't just say, oh, I got an underage once and then continue on like nothing happened. You got to give the story without giving away too many details, okay? All right. Let me let me first finish yes, this okay. fireball. Yes. Okay. I think that's appropriate. I finished mine a little bit ago, and this man's got to catch up a little bit. Oh, catch up. I'm a
1: seasoned veteran.
0: Yes. Okay. Let's be clear. Drew has far more experience than I could gain anytime soon. There we go. Okay, so. Dunzo. Um, Remember, no names. No, no names, names. Yeah, I know. I no know, locations. Know. No anything that'll give away what happened, where, and who. Okay, so. In high school,
1: I was, um, my one of my buddies, one of my best friends, actually, was trying to get me to go to this party for like two weeks. And I was like, bro, I don't think we should. Like, it's not gonna end well. It was the summer before our senior year in high school. And I'm like, dude, we shouldn't do it. We should just stay home. It's not a good idea. Shit's gonna get popped. Popped meaning the cops are gonna roll through. We're yep. gonna get busted. Yep. So I'm like so strong on it. And then eventually, finally, like the day before, I'm just like, fuck it, let's fucking run it up. So we get there, bro, and
0: we get trashed. Just hammered. And like, we're talking how many drinks? How, what are we talking about here? We polished
1: off a 30-pack, oh, and, yep. we and we were drinking hard liquor and stuff. Mm-hmm. So we're doing this, and there's only supposed to be, like, 15 people. Before you know it, there are cars parked everywhere in front of the house. There's, like, 40 to 50, maybe 60 people in this house in a residential neighborhood. Mm-hmm.
2: We're now, Boston I, music.
0: Okay, okay, I know where this party was, and this is like okay. Let me just say, this is like a quiet neighborhood. There aren't like people outside every day, and it's it's relatively peaceful, and there's not a lot of noise, and th- there's yes. this huge party,
1: huge party, and it backs right up to the golf course. So, um, we walked through the golf course to get there. Mm-hmm. So we we didn't park at the house and stuff like we were supposed to not park at the house. People just said fuck it and did it anyways. And I am just absolutely blasted. I mean, next thing you know, like people are like the ops are here, the ops are here, or the feds are here. And I'm like, <laughs> I've never been to an actual party before. Like I I mean a party with my friends, but I have never been to a party party. Mm-hmm. So we're chilling. I'm chilling there on the couch and I'm like, The fuck are these people talking about? The feds are here. Ain't hey, Ain't no way the FBI or none of that shit's here. And I was like, What the fuck? <laughs> okay, so we turn all the lights off. We run to the back room. All lights are off. We can see flashlights on the window in the back room. Like, the cops are surrounding the fucking house. Like, this is some... Sh- I'm surprised they didn't have a helicopter with fucking spotlight. <laughs> like, the fucking news station is looking... This is the this biggest... Justin, in. Biggest bust in 2019 or 2018 or whatever year it was. You know what I mean? Yeah. Crazy. <laughs> but then, like, next thing you know, like... I, I, It was all blur. Next thing you know, the fucking... Some people made it out. I didn't, obviously. I was too impaired to even think. The cops like walking everyone into a straight line. I sat back down on the couch. And fin- I had two beers in my hands. I finished both of those because I was like,
0: <laughs> "Real quick, were they full ones or like half ones? You just like, down them."
1: I that was double fist, and I like half half fist yeah. and whatever. Bam, bam. And I was like, well, at this point, fuck it. Like, I'm gonna get an underage either way. Like, and then like eventually, I get up to the door.
0: Yeah, we're gonna get an underage. Might as well drink all the alcohol you see. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I get to the door, and the cops are like, "How much do you have to drink tonight?" I was like, none. He was like, oh, okay. Well, blow into this. So I, like, barely blow. I'm like, barely blowing. Mm -hmm. And he's like, do it again and actually blow into it. So I blew a little harder. And he was like, you better blow into it this time. And I'm like, okay, fuck it. I'll just blow into it. And I blew, and it was bad. And like, do you know the number?
0: Do you remember the number?
1: It was. It was pretty. It was pretty close to 0.1. Okay. And for me, I mean, but I mean,
0: I mean anything for an underage yeah, is yeah. like no you, could, no. you
1: could have a 0.001 zero zero one. You're underage. Uh huh. Yeah. Because you have a little bit in you. Mm-hmm. Anyways, and I get outside. now I really had to piss. Cop's like, I was like, "Yo, officer, I really need to peek I go and use the restroom. He's like, "Just fucking piss in the yard." Yeah. So I turn around, pissed right in the yard. Right yeah. There. Why not? And I mean, it was crazy. I got a ride home from someone that was sober. My mom was waiting outside. I texted her when I was getting my underage. I was like, Mom, I'm so sorry. Like, I'm getting an underage right now. It's crazy. And so we did that. (laughs) My I've never seen my mom somewhere in my life. I mean, Denise was not happy. I I guarantee. And
0: what did you have to do? Like, what were the repercussions? I was
1: grounded for like a month. A month. What does grounded mean in your household? I mean, I couldn't go anywhere. And she was she was gonna take my phone. She was gonna take my keys. But then she would have had to drive me to school, and I wouldn't have, uh. had to, you know. And because she, I had Life three hundred and sixty when I was in high school, so she could. Yeah, always see I where still I was. do. Yeah, I mean, but like they're not like yelling at you if you're somewhere you're not supposed to be because mm-hmm. you're you know you're out of high school. But yeah. So, I mean, then we went to court, and that shit was brutal. I got I got my my ticket. I didn't get a ticket. I got it. It's not um. You can see it like if you bring up my name or whatever, you can see. That I was charged with one, I think, uh-huh. but I never was convicted. They just let it go. I just had to pay yeah. court fees, yeah, because I told them I was going to counseling, yeah, for my alcohol addiction. That's why. I, <laughs> that's why I told the judge I was like, I sold that bitch. I had a fucking yeah. letter from my therapist <laughs> that I was going to go. Let's see. hear.
0: Let's. I want to hear in the mic exactly what your speech was. I want you to go like. Uh, I can give you. I can give you a rough. Uh, a let's rough see, let's guess. hear it. I want to okay. hear it. I want to hear it. So I walk up to the podium.
1: There, I mean. This, this whole session, there was probably, like, 30 kids, and every single one was from Dane County that had underages. <laughs> I mean, so there was a fat line. I'm so glad that I went, like, I was, like, the third person to go uh-huh. because I heard, like, towards the end, the judge was, like, not didn't give a fuck, like, underage, 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 yeah. no matter what. Yeah, I
0: don't care. Get,
1: get them out of here. Because, because like, they were, she, she was probably just, like, fuck it. I just want to be done with this. So I, like, went up there. I was, like, Your Honor. It was a female. I was, like, Your Honor, um... I know what I did was wrong and I'm going to go to counseling. Here's like a letter from my, my counselor. I'm going to try to get this all worked out. Cause I, you know, mm-hmm. I, I want to, I don't want to have an addiction. And then she's like, well, what if you would have gotten a car and drove? And I was like, I, I was thinking to myself, I was like, the fuck is this bitch talking about?
0: <laughs> that would never have happened. Yeah. I so, was like, I hey, never we're, have. We're, been. we're in that generation of kids where we have had that idea of do not drink and drive drilled into our head. We, none of us would ever do that. Like we're not true. We, people do it all the time. Yeah. People do it, but, but not, would. not us. Yeah. For, not for us. Sure. Like I got to ride home from
1: here after, after we're done with this. So like, you know, it's all, it's all good. But like, she was like, what if you would have like killed my grandchild? if you would have gotten your car drinking i was like i know that would never have happened like i'm so sorry blah blah blah. she was like okay i'll just have you pay your court fees and you won't get this on your record i was like fuck all right all right i got the i got out there as fast as i could it's like fuck went and paid my court fees and we were good to go and you know i mean i'm not i'm i'm not ashamed that it happened to me i'm glad that it happened to me because it taught me a lesson you know every yeah everything that doesn't kill you makes you stronger. I mean, I learned from it. I became more responsible after that. Yeah, because I was really un- irresponsible yeah. before
0: that. Because I, I know that this had like implications on like your football season. And I know how dearly you precious football. So oh it was my like God. You want to hear about this? Yes, I want to hear. I was I
1: couldn't be the captain, which I would have been the captain. Um, I had like the m- most tackles. I had the most solo tackles in the conference. I would have got all conference. Mm-hmm. I probably would have got all state. Went to the All-State game. I mean, all this shit. I mean, I could have went to sc- uh, college to play football. I had Damn. a bunch of colleges wanting me to come play. Um, but I didn't want to go to school. And I wasn't going to just have fo- football be a reason to go to school. Because yeah. I knew, that, like, I wasn't good enough to go to the fucking NFL, obviously. So I wasn't going to, like... Personally, yes, I love the sport. Mm-hmm. But I'm not willing to risk my health and my future to go play an extra four years and get my body absolutely destroyed. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it wasn't even like an, I thought about it for a while, like my junior year, but then I was like, nah, this ain't happening. So I'm glad that yeah. I didn't do it. Mm-hmm. But I mean, it's crazy, bro. Like the shit, the shit that happens in high school, like it can have
0: like crazy implications on the rest of your life. I know. Like, yeah. People like in like, high
1: school, like if you get like a DUI in high school, like that shit does not go away.
0: Yeah. It doesn't go away forever.
1: Even, like, once you turn 18, like, that shit's still there. Like, you know, I never, like, like, my my, my pops, he he got a DUI. Mm-hmm. And I know he wouldn't care of me saying that. And he was getting yeah. recruited D1 baseball. He was, like, one of the best baseball players in Wisconsin. Like yeah. He probably could have went to the league. Yeah. He was hitting home runs freshman year. Like, he was the best player. I mean, he had D1 schools looking at him. He was driving home one night drunk. He was literally, like, a mile from his house, went in the ditch, got a DUI. Yeah. No more college scouts.
0: Yeah, every everyone knows that guy who's gotten like five DUIs. Everyone knows that guy. You never want to be. Yeah, that you dude. never want to be that you guy. You never want to be the guy that
1: uh-huh. you're like. I imagine. I was talking to my brother about this the other day. It was like you never want to be the guy that's having your five year old kid blow into your little thing on your truck so yeah. that you can drive home. Yeah, because you're drunk. You never want to be that person. No. And some people like like you never think it's going to come to that, but eventually. Mm-hmm. That's just who you yeah. are and you can't help like, it. It just happened. I want to say, sorry, I had to pee like so fucking bad. That's all right. Are, are you we got, still talking about got, t- 2020? Yeah. We're, well, let's move on to a different subject. No, I just want to say one more thing. Yeah, let's hear it. Um, one thing I want to say is even though 2020 was a really bad year, uh-huh. personally, I feel like it helped me grow a lot. Yeah. All the stuff I went through from a new relationship to an end of a relationship, mm-hmm. that was the big, I mean, that was the only thing that happened for
0: me this year, really.
1: Was my relationship. And I don't know if you want to bring this up now or later.
0: Why not now? Why yeah. not now? Why not dive into it right now?
1: Okay, you want to hand me another Coke, please? Uh, Thanks. Um, So, I don't want to... I mean, I don't want to get too in-depth yeah. in this, but the more I've been thinking about this, right? Usually when you get into a breakup, it's usually real bad. Yes. Right? And I'm not going to say, like, this breakup I had wasn't too bad Mm -hmm. like for the most part it was it was okay like it wasn't i mean i've been in some real fucking bad breakups like some real shitty shit you know and i just want to say if you're ever going through a breakup you know you just gotta if you truly like the person and enjoy the person if you know they move on they find someone that makes them happy you should be happy for them Because if you really did care about them, then you would be happy. And the more, the longer that we've been apart, the more I see that. And if she ever sees this, you know, she knows who she is and whatever. Yeah. I hope she's happy. And I hope that everything is good with her and everything's good in general. Because relationships can be, I mean, they can be tricky, they can be hard, and they can fucking make or break some people. Like sometimes people get broken by relationships, you know? Mm
0: -hmm. And you just gotta,
1: you know. You just gotta there was a live while, with it and dude, keep going. Saying,
0: there was a while there where I was really worried that this relationship would end up breaking you, Drew. Just saying. like It kind of did, bro. Yeah, I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, I, I know, like, but you're, you're okay now. You're okay now. There's you're, bet okay. you're, you're decent. I'm
1: decent. I'm not, I'm not gonna lie. There's still a part in my heart that's just fucking yeah. broken, bro. Because I thought she was the one, man. Like, I've even told, I yes, told you like, I know. from day one, I, know. I felt like she was the girl that I was gonna marry. And she was amazing, great person, great personality, sexy as a motherfucker, too. I ain't gonna get into all that shit, you know what I'm saying? You know yeah, have we, all, you know we've I'm all I'm heard saying? about We've all heard about that. We don't need to go any further, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So, like, I mean, it's crazy how shit just, like, fucking flips, and you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know what you mean. Like, not just in relationships, either, just in life. Like, shit just turns on a dime, and it, mm-hmm. you're just going in a whole different direction. But, I mean... The new direction, that's just going to make you a better person and you're just going to grow and now you know. I mean, better, like, not to know. It's better to know than not to know in every situation. Mm -hmm. You know, I never want to be left in a situation where I don't know does that make sense? I don't know. Yeah. I'm fucking tweaking, guys. I'm so sorry that I'm just Dude. rambling about <laughs> random ass shit right now. I don't know
0: what's going on. I've lost you for the last 30 seconds, but you know what? That's okay. <laughs> Your message is coming from the heart, and we all know that.
1: Yeah, bro. I don't know. It's probably the rum I'm talking about. I mean, hopefully she's happy.
0: Mm-hmm. I'm trying to get yeah. happy. I'm doing better. Listen. Listen. Still. Well, the only thing that matters is that the memories you guys had were all good. They were all good. Most of 99% of them were good. Yeah, I don't. And know. you had, I you don't had even fun. think about
1: those times anymore. You know, I'm you just trying to move fun. on, be a better person, keep going forward because that's all you can do. If you stick in the past, you ain't going nowhere in life. And you know what? I ain't going to be that guy. You know, I'm just going to keep rolling, keep doing my thing, sitting here on a podcast, doing mm. big and better yeah. things every single yeah. day, folks. Why not? Yes, sir. You know. All right. So, like, I actually, I want to, I want to ask you something. Let's hear it. I know you should be asking the questions, but this is something. Let's hear. it. January. Okay. Roles have reversed. Let's hear it. I just wanted to ask you, like, when, like, what would make you feel like you're ready for a committed relationship? Because I know you you've never you've been in a committed relationship, but I mean, like a like a real committed relationship. You know what I mean? Like a grown up relationship. Like, what what would what would need to happen, or a, a girl would have to show you to make you feel like you could commit a
0: hundred percent, commit one hundred percent. You know what I mean? First of all, and number one. For me, they have to be my best friend. That is the most important thing to me. Yep. If you're not my best friend, like, things are not going to work out. Like... It, it has to be. It's either it that way or it's not going to work. It has to be. Yep. Like, that's the first thing. And then, second of all, we have to have a lot, a lot in common. Like, the yeah. most... Most recent girl I was with, she was very sweet. We got along very well, but in the end, you know, we didn't have a ton in common. We okay. didn't have we got did it. shut up. I love it. I love it. <laughs> we I did it. not have like the most in common. Uh, so
1: But sometimes sometimes not having a lot in common is a good thing. Sometimes it is. But, but not like, all the time.
0: Sometimes opposite attracts, sometimes it's just like makes it worse. Like for example, my family's big on uh, hunting and fishing. At least my dad is and I am and my uh, brother is. So a big thing to me would be like they have to be willing to go hunting and fishing because that's what I spend a lot of time with my family doing. And they also have to, you know, now that this podcast is in my life, they have to be willing and open for me being able to record a podcast for me to take however with no, many, filter. Yeah, for, with no filter for me for me to be able to take however many hours out of my day as I, I see fit to record this stupid thing <laughs>
1: yeah I mean if someone truly likes you or loves you or whatever word you want to put into it they will accept what you want to do and let you do that like if someone really loves you they will be okay with you doing a podcast or someone you know I mean I, I will tell you, a lot of girls will not go hunting or fishing because that's yeah. just not what they like. But as long as they're okay with you doing it, mm-hmm.
0: yeah, exactly.
1: Then it's all good in the hood, you know. So it's crazy. I mean,
0: uh huh. I do. I don't know.
1: I kind of like being single. It like I I like I love being in. It a has real... its
0: ups and and its downs. Nah, only yeah. ups. Only ups. Being single.
1: <laughs> like like um like when if I'm in a committed relationship. I'm actually like I love it more than being single, but then once you're single again, like once when I'm in a committed relationship, this is facts. I gain weight cuz I'm eating a lot, I'm happy, and it's scientifically proven if you're happy in a relationship, you gain weight. That's a fact.
2: Oh, but great.
1: When when you're single, like for me at least, I've already been losing weight. You know, which I think is good. And um but like, what was I saying about being single? Oh, I love the chase, man.
0: <laughs> you love the chase? I miss the chase. I feel like a fucking <laughs>
1: lion. I feel like a lion. On the prowl. That's on the prowl for a gazelle, bro. I swear. Oh,
0: my God. Dude, and it's
1: just like being the, just hunting. Dude, it's fucking lit. It's I love a- it. I mean, because I mean, there's it's, no strings attached. You can just snap yeah, I, the I, fuck you want. The
0: thing is, I know Drew and I know he is 100% telling the truth. There go. You know, he you he know enjoys it so much. He enjoys it so much. The thing is.
1: But you know what's funny, bro? What? Like, I love the chase, and I love, like, just hunting, I mean, getting, like, talking to a girl, getting to like them, getting them to like me, hanging out with them, doing all that. But then once I'm in a committed relationship, all that shit's gone, you know? I'm not, like, someone that's, like, flirting with other girls while I'm dating somebody. Like, you even know, when when I was in dating Mm you-know-who, I wasn't really, I didn't even Snapchat very often. Because, like, I was always with her, and I wasn't on my phone, you Mm -hmm. know? But, like... Now that I'm single, bro, I'd be fucking wilding out here.
0: Oh my God. You know, I he, can only imagine. I haven't I haven't talked to you in like a few months and I haven't kept up to date on what you have going on, but I can only imagine.
1: Hey, bro, you know me. I'm a dog. Yeah. All I'm yeah. gonna say for is those we, you that got don't, some maneuvers okay, in the movie. For
0: those of you that don't know, this his full name is Drew Pesold, but we also call him the big dog. The big the dog. The big dog. Okay? Because he makes moves that most other people are far too afraid to make. That's why he's called the big dog and put some respect on the name. You know what's funny,
1: bro? The my biggest thing is like you miss a hundred percent of the shots you don't take. Yeah, and I so know you take a lot of them. A lot of the shots. You, you gotta like if you if you're kind of interested in somebody, what's the worst that could happen if you snap at them saying, hey, they don't respond? Fuck it. On to the next girl. You can't take that shit personal. It's just how it works. You know, not every girl's gonna want to talk to you. Mm-hmm. And you know what's funny? For me, I ain't the what? I ain't the best looking guy. I'm I'm not the most fit
0: okay. guy. What I will say is that, let's be real, okay. A lot of girls like the dad bod. Yes. That's what I'm about. Okay, rocking. that's what I was going to say. Like, Drew is a very, he's a very big, like, when I say big, I mean, like, very muscular, big, beefy kind of guy. Yeah. Okay? And and some girls find Love that it. very, very attractive. And I know, like. I don't like, get it either. I don't know how. You get The amount of girls you get, like, especially in Stoughton, there's not a lot of guys like you, so, like. When girls like that, you yeah, you're I mean the it's, first it's, option.
1: It's crazy. Like, I mean, I pull I pull girls that are way out of my league, like consistent. That's a consistent <laughs> yeah. thing. That's not just like a one time thing. It's it's been multiple girls, way out of my league, and I'm just fucking finessing. I'm up in there with the words and shit, you know, making. Yeah. Them, and you know, like yeah. sometimes, like some of the shit I say, I don't mean, but like usually, like what i'm saying is what i mean and i'm being honest so i think that's kind of what attracts women to me but honestly like it's not even like i get that many i don't get i mean i kind of get girls but i don't get that many i want to do more more than me fans. I, oh come on you were you were you were dogging for oh, sure oh come on no yeah this man was dogging. Don't. don't let oh, him fool you man. oh no not the first Boys episode we don't need to bring this up in the yeah, first yeah, yeah, episode yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> i mean like i mean it's crazy like i don't know i i get girls and that's all that matters really in the mm-hmm. end of the day. I mean, I oh, I want to do more one-night stands, I think. <laughs> maybe not one-night That's stands. That's a ballsy thing to say. Maybe not one-night stands, maybe more like just fuck buddies. I think that would be good for me. Well,
0: not, I know not, you I know you have have had Tinder in the past, and I know I'm you, on Tinder right now. Okay, good. I don't really use it though. Need to be. It's too much work, dude. You need I'm to be always act, I, like, you I, need to be active on that thing, bro. Fuck it. At I least can't, I can't three do it. hours a day. No, you I can't. Be,
1: I can't do it, bro. I I just I don't know. There's something about dating sites that I'm just I don't fuck with them really. I don't really like them, and like it's weird because, I mean, I feel for me personally, I ain't getting another long term mm-hmm. relationship for yeah. a minute. But I'm down. I'm ready to fucking move on and uh-huh. and get going. You know.
0: I think, you know, what I think about is like. You said that like you don't really feel like spending that much time on it. What you could do as I think the the site Bumble. I think Bumble is like where the girls come after you. Oh, really? I think so. That's I, I'm not. I am not I'll have well. To look that up. I'm not well versed in it, but I think that so it's, like
1: you just have your account on there, and if they like you, they message you or whatever. I think so.
0: I'm not. That's that's sure. right up my alley. I, I don't have to do shit. I don't. Copy. I'm not entirely sure, but, but I believe Bumble is more geared towards the females doing most of the searching finally finally god damn it's always been it's i mean let's be real
1: guys always have to make the first move that's just how it works that's just how society is and i don't think that's fair i mean i think girls if i feel like girls feel i i I mean i don't i'm not a girl i don't know but i feel like girls sometimes might be afraid to make the first move because they're used to guys making the first move on them right Mm
2: -hmm. that's just
1: generally how society has set up itself But i think girls should if they want to talk to somebody, yeah. go for it. I mean, yeah. what the fuck? Who
0: gives a shit? I don't. Do you, All
1: right.
2: I don't know. Mm-hmm.
1: I'm just kidding. I'm just fucking with you.
0: All right. I got to piss. So for like a few minutes here, this is going to be the Drew Paisel experience. This is going to be. Ladies the, and gentlemen. This is the Drew, Drew show on the mic.
1: Copy. Okay. So what should we talk about, folks? Well, let's see. Um, yeah. So I guess we can just continue talking about relationships a little bit. Maybe not. Um, well, this is what I'll talk about because this may be something me and Jake could talk about, ice fishing. Ice fishing It's one of my my favorite things to do, um, especially in Wisconsin. You know, I've grown up ice fishing, and, like, this last year, I spent a couple thousand dollars, you know, buying my ice fishing stuff, my shanty, all that stuff. And all this stuff is not cheap, folks. Like, you might not know, but when you're going out, to buy ice fishing stuff, you should be prepared for the worst because shit gets expensive real quick. And I mean, if you really love it, it's worth it. I mean I love I love the ice fishing. I, I I have two boats for regular fishing. Um but it's not always my favorite thing to do. Like I like it, but to a certain extent I can't do it too much. But ice fishing I could do every day, all day. You know, you get the heater going in the shack, you got the tip ups out, you know. I love going up north and ice fishing. That's the best thing for me. I mean, you're just out fucking at the bar with your buddies, getting hammered, and then you wake up in the morning, go ice fishing, ride the snowmobile trails. That's a fun time. And I personally enjoy ice fishing, I think, more than anything, even more hunting. Hunting's my favorite thing to do. I shot three deer this year um, during gun season. I mean, I always have been a huge hunter. My dad has really been a big part of that for me in ice fishing fishing and hunting i mean that's just what we've always done together that's like our bonding thing football too i mean he lived right through me in sports which was crazy but yeah i mean ice fishing is the shit i mean jake can even tell you when he comes back you know um ice fishing is something that is a lot of fun to do in wisconsin especially you know you go out there for the whole night doing shit you know what i'm saying we're talking about ice fishing so right.
0: I don't know what you've been saying, but all I hear it is ice fishing, and all I know is that Drew, I am getting you out ice fishing with me a lot this year. I have to. Have I have to. to. You have to. Oh god, I'm getting a fucking phone call. Let me uh,
2: I gotta I gotta check this a bu- message. Right a
0: business quick. call. Anything important?
1: Um here's my brother. Um let me look. Okay.
0: All right, I'll sp- I'll speak for a few seconds. All right, so The one story that I wanted to talk about on this podcast that my dad hinted to upstairs is that recently at a... uh, Yeah, Drew, you can step out if you want. You can take the headphones off if you want to go. All right. Well, recently, I mean yesterday, me and my dad went to Walmart and we had to go buy some uh, alcohol in Walmart. And is everything okay? Yeah, Saturday. All right, he's good. All right. No. And this is going to basically outline how stupid Walmart's alcohol policy is, okay? okay. So, that sounds
2: good. Did you get
0: that stuff? we go into the store, okay? Yeah. Now, I'm just helping my dad pick out some things, okay? Jake. Okay, first, first up.
1: I'm so sorry. What? That won't happen again. I didn't. That's
0: okay. These things happen during a podcast, especially yeah. when we're already an hour and 20 minutes in. Interpreters are bound to happen. But what I was saying is that when went into Walmart yesterday. Yep. And I was helping my dad pick out some things in the alcohol section. Yeah. And I was basically saying how this is going to show how stupid Walmart's alcohol <laughs> policy is. So we're helping my dad pick out some things, okay? He's got this big bottle of Captain... And some other things. Is that the one that might be yeah. on this
1: desk right now? Shh <laughs> I'm just playing. Keep going.
0: <laughs> but my dad's got his hands full and you know, he wants something else. So I'm like, okay, I'll pick it up. I walk over to another section. I pick up this thing and we both walk up to the counter. We set our things down and the lady goes, Uh, I need to see both of your IDs. And my dad's like, Well, he's my son. I'm I'm buying this stuff. And she's like uh No, I need to see both of your IDs. Otherwise, I can't do this. And and we're like, well... She's like, well, he touched the alcohol, so I need to see both of your IDs. And so we're like, okay, well, I'm not old enough, obviously. Yeah. And so we're like, okay, well, can we just put back the stuff that I touched, that I brought up? She's like, no. It, if you touch the alcohol... The whole purchase is is voided. Is no. We're like what? What?
1: We're like what? Like actually, well, that doesn't make sense. If he only has two hands, how? If he's buying a bunch of stuff, so I I carried stuff
0: up for him. Yeah, and I put it on the counter. She's like, I see, you see both your IDs. We're like, well, I'm not old enough. And she's like, well, then I can't make the purchase. We're like, what if I put back the stuff that I carried up here? And she's like, no, I can't do that. We're like, but. But he's my dad. And for those of you who don't know Wisconsin law, like if your parents are with you, you can buy alcohol. Like if if I went to a bar with my dad and my dad was like, yeah, he can have a beer, I can legally drink a beer in a bar even though I am not old enough. Well, the thing that that
1: really doesn't make sense is like he is the one purchasing the alcohol.
0: Yeah, he is the one. I'm not doing anything. I'm just carrying stuff up to the counter. But because I'm not old enough, they voided the whole purchase so my dad's like that's the stupidest rule I've ever heard he's like well how can we get around this he's like well I can't do this because you both walked in here together so he's like so if I walked out the door and came right back could I buy it she's like fine so my dad walk out the door I stay outside he immediately turns around walks back in stuff still on the counter no fucking way and she's like Okay. Okay. How much shit
1: were you guys buying?
0: Just like enough to fill my dad's hands and then me to carry one thing?
1: Bro, that bitch was on some shit. You know what's funny? I had the same thing happen to me once at Quick what? Trip. Me and Let's my dad went in there. He was just buying a 30 pack. I wasn't even going to be drinking that night. Mm-hmm. I ended up drinking, but whatever. I wasn't going to. I didn't plan on it. And like, my dad. Took it up, put it on the counter, paid for it. And then me being the good person I am, I picked it up for him to carry it out. Mm -hmm. And, like, it was some Indian guy. He was like, wait, was that for you? And I'm like, no, I'm just carrying it. And he's like, are you giving him alcohol? And we just walked out of the store and fucking lost What the
0: hell? I was like, what the fuck are you? The weird weird thing about that is that in Wisconsin. Why do you care? I know in Wisconsin that they're a lot more loose on the laws than in, like, pretty much every other state. Yeah. But still you got to have like common sense like if if someone above 21 is buying the alcohol it shouldn't matter who is carrying the alcohol to the thing like we were thinking like what if someone what if like a mom went into walmart she wants a bottle of wine she walks into the alcohol department she fills up her hands whatever hands a bottle to like her six-year-old child and the child walks up just puts it on the counter would the person be like yeah, that that purchase is voided because your six-year-old daughter. I need to see her ID. I need, I need see her, to see your six-year-old daughter's ID. I need to, I need to see, see your six-year-old daughter's ID because she's not old enough to drink yet. And like, what the hell?
1: That makes no sense. But I mean, the laws are crazy, man. Like, I feel like they're they're trying to do the they're trying to stop underage drinking, obviously with yeah. these laws, but, but
0: which like, is that's, like that's honorable? to stop anything. I mean, really, it, it, it it's, it's honorable.
1: Like, yeah, like, like of course companies I, have to try to stop it. I get it. It's probably like, they're probably, it's their company yeah. protocol. They have to do it. But at the same time, like no matter what the circumstances are, people that want something are always going to get it no matter what. Yeah. There's nothing you can do about it. Just like this is just a totally opposite um, example. Uh huh. But, uh, a, uh, a cartel guy uh-huh. that comes in the United States yeah. and wants to buy an assault rifle. Mm-hmm. Can't do it uh through a registered buyer, but he can go black market and buy one no problem. And nothing's gonna change that. We have all like we have laws that, get, that try to stop it. They're loose, obviously, but yeah. there's background checks and stuff like that. But or drugs. Drugs are a huge example. Yeah. You know, they try to I mean, now it's becoming more uh, accepted in the in the you know whole country, which I think marijuana should be legal. I mean, yeah. it's a waste of it's a waste of tax dollars to pay for all these people they put in jail for having a gram of weed on them or something, mm-hmm. you know. And it's not it's not like, I mean, I've from personal experience, smoking weed is not near. It's not even close to being as bad as going yeah. out and drinking and yeah. driving. Or drinking and doing whatever. It doesn't impair you in the same way. Like, it c- it can impair your motor functions, mm-hmm. but it's not even near what alcohol does to you. And, I mean, there's all these laws against it, but everyone always gets what they want. Yeah. It doesn't matter what it is. And, I mean, it's just how the world works. And you can't change that no matter how many laws you put in place. And it's like the lady that was at the cat register should have common sense be like, this guy's hands are full. Obviously, he can't carry everything on his own. Yeah. His son is with him at the store buying shit. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's just I mean, how I feel. Yeah, that's just how it was. But
0: we figured it all out. and
1: hopefully That's kind I... of funny, though. I wish I would have been there to see that. I bet oh it looked geek. God. Someone, like, looking in and, like, Dude, see you both yeah. walk out
0: and your dad Dude, walk back in. Yeah. That would have been my hilarious. Sister was, my sister was standing by the cart because we bought a bunch of other stuff in Walmart. She was standing outside of the liquor department watching the cart. And she couldn't hear what was going on. But she was looking through the window. And you saw, like, my, me and my dad sit stuff on the counter and then I'll just look real puzzled. And then my yeah. dad just go, I like, just wave his hands he's like, oh He did that? Yeah, he's like, she, she was like, I need to see both your IDs. Well, he didn't, he's not getting anything. Well, still, I need see both IDs. Man, I would well, have been so fucking mad. And then we're like, what, that's, he was like, that's the most stupid rule I've ever heard. It is. It, it is the most bullshit. Rule, but we got around it. That's good. I mean, he's, he's so you should have. I mean,
1: even if, even if you, you didn't, you could have went anywhere else and it wouldn't have been a problem, you know? So, it's crazy, man. I, I just, you know, everything that's going on. I mean, the whole world's changed, and it is what it is. You know, he's yeah. got. I mean, like three years ago, that never would have been a problem. Yeah, or like five never. years ago,
0: never. But I guarantee Walmart has gotten a bunch of shit for it. Like some kid walks in. Like they don't, don't check his ID because they think he's with his parent, and then something happens, and every the whole company is like, "Holy shit!" Anyone that comes in, you ask for IDs, no matter what. And
1: yeah, well, I mean, that's how it should be. Really. Yeah, that's how it should and be. And like, like looking at me, I've I've gone in when I was eighteen, and the law was eighteen uh, uh-huh. to, for tobacco when it used yeah. to be eighteen. When they changed it to twenty one, let's not even get into that bullshit. That's fucked up. And it's okay that they changed it. People that were eighteen should have been grandfathered in. Because you can't just have something legal for you to yeah, do and they take it away from you. Like you have up. to
0: think about, there's some kids that were like, when the law was passed, they had to be ni- late <laughs> 19s, like maybe 20. And like, they're all addicted to nicotine. I like, would be one of those people. Yes. So like, they're 20 years old. And all of a sudden, this law passes. You can't buy it until you're 21. All of a sudden, all these people go through withdrawals. I mean, that's not, that's, that's not, not the good. healthiest. No, I mean. I think they would have had programs like help the people. Yeah.
1: I still get it all the time. I mean, whatever. I got my ways. But, (laughs) I mean, like, for, I mean, back to the drinking thing. It's good that they, everyone should get ID'd just so, like, I mean, yeah, drinking underage, everyone does it at some point. Mm -hmm. But, I mean, they should try to stop it, I guess. I mean,
0: valiant effort. For sure. Because we we both know some kids that have really abused it. (laughs)
1: yeah uh and i mean no names if they if they um fucking try their best it is what it is i mean congrats to them you ain't stopping my ass bitch fuck you <laughs> i mean like one of the one of the the best stories i've okay, had let's hear from this shit let's is hear like it. i always go on my annual camping trip you know yes with, with my dad believe it or not this buddies. is another
0: thing i have in the notes we we're not even halfway through the notes, but, like, down at the bottom, I was like, tell me about the trips.
1: <laughs> oh, my God, dude. This shit is crazy, bro. I mean, there's been so many times where, like, like one time we were fucking, it was probably, like, two in the morning. Right in the middle of the campsite, we had a big-ass pile of beer cans. And it was me, my best friend, my dad, my brother, and my brother's boyfriend. And all of a sudden, we were being loud. We were cussing, playing beer pong. Mm-hmm. We were all fucking fucking wasted
2: okay
1: and two dnr guys come walking in flashlights like real shit as usual i clutched up for the squad they were like asking like how we were all related and my dad's like well these three are my my sons and that's my stepson you know what i'm saying So yeah yeah
0: yeah Yeah. i know what you're saying i know what you're saying i know what you're saying and
1: the shit was crazy and like they keep, they're, like, kind of pressing my dad, and I just bring up, like, yeah, we're up here musky fishing for the week, like, and my best friend caught a musky that day, and it was a big-ass, like, 40-inch musky. Mm-hmm. so I pulled the picture, I'm showing the guy, like, there was an older one, and then there was a younger guy, and the younger guy was, yeah. like super chill, the older guy was kind of, yeah. like, a fucking asshole, obviously, mm-hmm. and... I'm showing the younger guy like this musky and everything's cool. And then he's just like, well, you guys just quiet down a little bit and you know, how deep in the woods
0: were you guys at this point? Like, are you guys like right next to the road? Are you guys like a mile deep, like in some tents?
1: Like we're in some, we're at a, we're at a campground up in in Boulder Junction. Okay. Which is like a five hour, or this is like almost into like the border with the UP upper peninsula of Michigan. And so we're up in the middle of nowhere, but we're at a camp, like a camp, a, state campground so there's campsites next to us and shit and then you know it is what it is then the year after that we went to so we didn't get popped we almost did and then the year after that we went to um where the line of kugel's brewery is uh where the fuck okay. is that it's I'm like not sure it's up in like maybe to- by tomahawk or something Way it's up north and i mean we were just fucking living life there's an island we were talking to girls like i almost Mm -hmm. fucking this girl almost got me to go home back to her cabin with her and i was like (laughs) i was like yo boy should i go back to this bitch's cabin with her and her friends oh no and like okay like i wanted to but then i was like bro how am i gonna like how am i gonna get home what if my phone dies like all the shit.
0: okay how good looking was she
1: bro she had some fat tits
0: She was like a she was like a seven. She was like a seven. Okay. Yeah, yeah, that's solid seven, choice. Seven that's,
1: ain't bad. Yes. I still have her on Snap, but I mean, she's like crazy. And then this last year, bro, mm-hmm. it was so hard. We were we were back up Boulder Junction, but on Fourth of July we went back down to Manaqua. We were on the lake right there. You know, there's like you go across a bridge into town, it's like on an island basically. Uh huh. And we were on that lake, and we went to this island, beer can island, and we set up our pong table. There were, like, 50, boats just around this island. Oh, my God. Because, like, right up at the edge of the island, it's, like, five feet deep, you know? Or, like, it's probably as deep as this, you know, table. I don't know, knee-deep, like, knee-deep. Like deep, like knee-deep, yeah. Two feet, maybe. Yeah. And we set up our pong table. It's just the four of us at the beginning, me and my dad, two of my friends. And next thing you know... We got people pulling up other tables. We had two tables put together. We had 20 people around us. And, I mean, we're smoking darts, packing chews. I remember this one girl. I start packing a chew. She comes to me. She's like, yo, can I put a chew in? A girl? A girl. I swear to God. She's from, she she, she said she's from been, Jefferson, Wisconsin. That's,
0: a, that's never seen before never seen. in the history of human beings. She put in a fat, lit, like a hog, dude. It was
1: bigger than my dip. <laughs> I was like, Oh, my God. Oh, my God. It was crazy, and I mean, all these, I mean, I was taken, obviously, so I couldn't talk yeah, to any, yeah, any girls, but, yeah, I mean, it was challenging, we were fucked up, we drank three 30-packs and two 12-pack of White Claws, just, just at the island, we were fucking hammered, I mean, it was tough, but I mean, it was, I mean, Damn. some crazy times, I remember one time, like, it was middle of the night, we were at the, uh, the State Park Beach, and one of my buddies took a shit right on the fucking picnic table, I got a video of that, that shit was crazy,
0: is that a video, yeah. I got of the him whole thing. taking the shit, or just of yeah, the you shit. You can see it
1: exiting his body on the video, and
0: that's a video I need to see.
1: Um, we might have to show you after yeah, the podcast. Yeah, after I the mean,
0: podcast, it's, behind the scenes exclusive.
1: I mean, dude. I mean, we did some. <laughs> I. I mean, we don't fuck around when we get drunk, bro. Shit happens, and it's awesome because it's, it's all shit that like you remember, and you're like, bro, you remember when we did this shit, and it's crazy, man. Yeah. So, I mean, I just, I, I hey, personally.
0: While we're on this subject of sorry. of uh, parties and crazy experiences, I want you to tell the story of when you went up and visited a friend of ours in La Crosse and you stayed overnight in his dorm room. And uh, do you remember who I'm talking about? I know exactly you who you're talking about. You know what about.
1: experience I'm talking about? That was the craziest night of my life, dude.
0: Okay. Start from the beginning. You're going up to see your friend. So me and one of my buddies,
1: we're driving up to University of Wisconsin-La Crosse Uh to visit a bunch of our buddies that were going to school there. And we're in my Chevy. We're driving two and a half hours up there. Mm -hmm. Um, We get up there, and I'm, like, texting my, my, my best friend. He's like, bro, come to this address. We're at this house party, and, I mean, we can start drinking here, and then we can drive back to the dorm and then head to the bars. So we get up there. We drive past this house. There's people a like, shitload. I mean, when I say a shitload, it was like a swarm of people walking down the road towards us on both sides. Mm-hmm. Bunch of hot bitches. Oh, my God. Bunch of fucking guys. And I am I got the Chevy fucking romping. And they're all telling me to fucking do a burnout, just fucking <sighs> rev it up. So I'm doing that. I get down to the address. There's, like, three squad cars out in front. The party had just got busted. Uh-huh. That's why all these people were... Not there anymore. Okay, when were you at the bar? That night. That night. Okay. Yeah. This so, um, finally, like fifteen minutes, we're parked in this parking lot, and my buddies finally show up. My buddy and his roommate, because he was living in the dorms at the time, uh-huh. so we picked them up. We go back to the dorm. I'm parked in a cemetery at a sem- at a funeral or a funeral home uh-huh. across the street. Yeah, He was so fucked up. <laughs> and then, like, we went into the dorm room. We're all chilling. We're drinking. We wait a couple hours. It's about 7 o'clock. We hit an Uber down to the main strip where all the bars are. And I don't have a fake ID. Yeah. So we had to get there before the bouncers show up. Yeah. So we don't get ID'd and then we can't get in. So we're, we get there. We're already kind of in the bag. Because mm-hmm. it was my, buddy, my best friend's birthday. Yeah. That's why we went up there. Yeah. So we're fucking chilling. And... We get there right as the bouncer shows up. So we just beat the bouncer. We're the only college kids there at this time because it's like 7.30, whatever. And then we start drinking at this bar. It's called the library. Awesome bar. Okay. Um, The drinks, you get like a, a cup, it, like probably a little bigger than a solo cup. Mm-hmm. Rum and Cokes, $2. $2. Cheap as fuck. It must have been a special yeah. for the night or something. Uh huh. And that's all I drank the whole night. The whole, oh my God. And I'm like a really talkative, friendly person. Uh-huh. So people throughout the night were just buying me shots. Yeah. We were getting wasted. Um, I met this girl there, smoking hot, babe. Oh, I right. mean, 10, I can only imagine. Uh, 10. And I was fucking pulling because you know me. I got yes, my way. Yes, yes. You're
0: always on the prowl. I don't know, man.
1: And so I'm talking to her. We're hanging out. Next thing you know, a couple guy, a guy I wrestled with back in high school, he showed up with his friends. We're sitting there. We start He's like, yo, you got to chew? And I'm like, yeah, I got to chew, bro. And he's like, let's throw one in. So we throw some in. I'm like, where are you spitting, bro? he's like, just on the floor. (laughs) I I was like actually dumbfounded. That's so nasty. It was so nasty, but we were so drunk and I was so like confused and like kind of disturbed that we were just in a circle spitting on the floor. My buddy, my best friend was so drunk at this bar. Mm -hmm. He thought a trash can was a a seat and he sat down in a trash can. He trash canned (laughs) himself, bro facts it was the craziest (laughs) shit ever so then finally it's about probably one o'clock in the morning maybe two okay we'd leave the bar and like we we walk out my my
0: buddy that it was his birthday he was black drunk like he was Uh, black. i know i know okay so let me i'm gonna say this from an outsider's perspective okay i'm good friends with everyone involved in this situation and i could see their uh snapchat stories of when this whole thing was going down okay here's what happened I, I think you put a snap on of you driving to the college, maybe. Yeah. Okay. Then all of a sudden, you're at a bar. Yeah. You're at a bar. Okay. And I, I can tell that everyone is so fucked up that you don't even know what's going on. Okay. Now, I'm going to give a, a, a preview of what's to come in this story. This The Snapchat immediately from the bar goes to them hanging out in a dorm room. Everyone obviously drunk. Then immediately to them all, at least one of them, half naked in the streets of downtown Lacrosse. Now, keep in mind, I'm sitting in this room at like, I don't know what time. Maybe it was even in the morning, but I'm just like, oh my God, what the hell happened? How are they not all dead? Because I can see what's going on. I'm like, holy shit. And then I snap I think I snapped you, and you didn't respond for like hours. I thought you were dead. I probably was not You probably were. You were dead to the world, that's for sure. Dude, so, yeah. So, like, let's get back. Okay, so. Okay, back to the story. You're leaving. at the
1: bar. When we left the bar, this is when the snaps of a guy half naked on the street show up. He runs out of the bar, right? Turns the corner. We turn the corner. He's laying pants down on, on in the middle of the road. Like, he had a big-ass scar, on, like, scrape on his head. Like, he must have tripped Oh God, We were, like, carrying him back to the dorm. Mind you, this is, like, a. it took us, like, 40 minutes to walk back in March. 40 minutes. <laughs> or maybe it wasn't March. I think it was March. I, somewhere along those lines. I was like, no fucking way this is actually happening. So, we're walking back. Maybe to grab you some more ice? Um,
0: no, I'll be all right. You're all right? Okay. Oh, actually, calm down there, sir.
1: Yeah, give me some ice. Give me some ice. All
0: right. You continue telling the story. I'll go grab some more ice.
1: Okay, copy that. So, I'm I'm chilling, and we're walking back, and we're downtown La Crosse. We got to go get make our way back to the campus, which, you know, probably a mile, two miles, probably a mile, but it took us like 45 minutes to walk back because we were all hammered. And in between the... Like when you're walking back towards campus, there's a quick trip. And so we're walking, we're walking, we go to the quick trip and we're fucking around in quick trip, you know, like trying to buy shit, whatever, because we're hungry or or we wanted drinks or something. And it's so, it must have been a 24 hour uh, quick trip because we were in there in the middle of the fucking night and we're fucking around. Um, There was, there was surprisingly, I was, cause I'd never been to a, like a college campus, I guess, technically there was, it was like packed in the quick trip. There was like people in the quick trip, which I was not expecting. There was cars out front. Like people were buying shit. I mean like, cause when we first got there and we went to the quick trip before we went back to the dorm, after we picked up my friends, there was like a line halfway through the store with all these people trying to buy shit. So it's middle of the night. There's people in there. One, my one buddy's like talking shit to somebody and it, I mean, it's going crazy. And then eventually like we get out of there, everything's going well. Um, And then we get outside. And once we get outside, we see a cop like pulling to the driveway of quick trip because we were drunk and obnoxious. So I was just thinking like, what the fuck is like going on? Next thing I I hear someone yell, run. So we just bolt, take off behind the quick trip. We are fucking booking it. And I don't know if the cop actually chased us or if he was just like, "Fuck it, I ain't even gonna try," because there was like eight of us just walking back towards the dorms. I remember this. This is the most vivid memory I ever had. We're running, and all of a sudden, there's this fence. It's taller than me, and I'm five ten. Immediately, I'm climbing this bitch, and I'm I'm wasted. Next thing you know, I'm laying on on the ground on my back. Hopped over the fence, didn't stick the landing. So didn't think anything of it. My one friend, he hopped the fence. He tried hiding in a tree. In how tall in, was this tree? No, he he. It was a pine tree, and he like <laughs> he jumped <laughs> a pine tree. And he you jumped. can't hide in pine
0: tree. He jumped
1: under, like under the pine tree. Okay, like, under. I was gonna yeah, say if he yes. hopped
0: like um, on no, in tried to climb, that's that. impossible. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so he, he hopped the pine tree. And we got to like
1: get in there and get him out. Obviously, like huh? we're fucking booking it. We're trying to get back to the dorm. So eventually, we're just walking back. Whatever. We get him out, and. We get back to the dorm, everything's going good, we keep drinking, and then I get fucking I fall asleep, like pass out. And I wake up to my fucking belly button is on fire. On fire? Like literal fire or like, like just burning? It was it was like it was charred. Charred? When I woke up, and I'm like, "What the fuck happened?" One of my buddies lit my belly button on fire with a lighter. <laughs> and that's facts. <laughs>
0: Oh, my God. So, I
1: chased him out of the whole apartment building. Didn't see him the rest of the night because I was fucking just trashed. I kind of felt bad, honestly, because I kind of, like, chased the fuck out of him. So... Oh, you're good. You're Yeah. I was so drunk. Was we woke up the next morning. My buddy's parent, my, the guy that was... His birthday, his parents came up for a breakfast brunch. And, like, all of us were invited. Oh, my God.
0: Yeah, after seeing all those stories on, like, Snapchat... <laughs> And then all of a sudden, people, like, I see on the story, like, oh, he's out to to breakfast or brunch or whatever he is with his parents. And I'm like, I know he was, like, dancing around half naked in the street, like, less than six hours ago. And I'm like, holy Christ, this man. What a legend. What a legend. Still drunk.
1: I woke up when he woke up, and I was like, because I kind of wanted to go, because I wanted a free meal. But he was like, nah, bro, I'll just go alone.
0: He told me he was trying to eat. Yes, I I heard this I heard this part of the story the next day, over like video uh, games. I was like, yeah. Jesus Christ! What was he what happened? And then he he was like trying to eat like an omelet or something with the spoon, with like the spoon upside down. Like usually, no, like, no, 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 Or was he just using the spoon no, to try to cut was, it?
1: He was he was he was eating something that you are supposed to eat with a spoon, with a fork. Yes, and it was just like going right through the fork. You know. Yes, what I'm saying? and his
0: parents were just like,
1: what the Drew, hell? you're using a fork, and he's like. Oh, shit. Like, you know, like, fuck, whatever. So it is what it is. But, I mean, I felt so bad for him. Like, I felt bad that, like, he had to get up after getting, like, three hours of sleep and go do that. I would Mm -hmm. have never been able to. And I was so hungover driving home that next day. (laughs) It was. So,
0: I, I was. Miserable. It was almost questionable ever whether you should drive home or not. No, I was. No, I, was you're fine. I was sober.
2: I was sober. It was
1: okay. like I. Le- we left at probably like one one in the afternoon. So I was like completely sober. I was. just, I had a massive headache and I was tired, and, like, we were we were on the interstate almost to Road Ranger,
2: mm-hmm.
1: and I had a I have a tunnel I had a tunnel cover on the back of my truck, right. The yeah. whole tunnel cover came unhatched unlike unhinged Uh and all like there's like five or six like beams that go across like give it a structure you know Uh they all ended up in the middle of the highway so i pulled over i was like oh my god like i need to grab these i'm on the interstate people are driving like 90 (laughs) i had to run out into the road and grab these things jesus christ how are you still alive well, I t- I mean, I waited until there was no one coming. Obviously, it wasn't like a super busy day, and like I had to run out there and grab like th- two or three of them that were like in the middle of the road.
0: I was Jesus! Like, what the
1: fuck is my life right now? It's crazy, dude. The shit that ha- like, I mean, everyone has has stories like this for the most part, but I mean,
0: like, okay. I don't have stories that extreme <laughs> yet. Yeah, yet, yet. Is the key word. that's that's the key word. Yet I don't have any. I don't have that extreme of a story. Yet, but oh my god, you will
1: eventually. I mean, I hope I'm there for these you know, stories. You, you
0: know? know, at the same time, I hope I have these stories. But at the same time, I'm like, I don't want these stories. No, that you seems do. That seems pretty messed up. But I'm like, yeah, that'd be badass to tell.
1: I mean, they're awesome stories. Like one day you'll have kids. You'll be like, I remember that one time. Like we were so fucked up, and shit happens. Like you know, I, I, you know, you gotta, you gotta make memories, man. And yeah. that's the bottom. That's line.
0: what this podcast is about: making memories. Yes, and sir. Unfortunately, memories that are. Permanent
1: Permanent memory permanent I mean, on the internet, literally
0: in like 30 years, you could be like, Yo, I, I listened to that show that you guys recorded 30 years ago, and I'm like, Jesus,
1: wh- why would you wh- do that? What was I saying? I don't yeah. even
0: remember that.
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, it's crazy, man. I don't know. Like, do you, ha- you have any crazy stories
0: at all? Anything that, of course, I have semi crazy stories, but. This podcast is unfortunately about you, Drew, and I'm not going to spill all the beans about myself on the first podcast. Hey, so, you, ladies and gentlemen, you have to stay tuned to hear more stories about me. Okay, that's fair. That's, that's fair. fair. This is about you, your stories. You know, we heard some crazy stuff already, but yes, we're gonna sir. let's we're move we're, we're, you... we're gonna move on to some other stuff now that's outside of the crazy party spectrum. Yeah, throw the, throw
1: some shit at me. I'm ready for anything,
0: man. All right. One thing I want to tell you is that I don't know if you know this, but you know how in the fridge at work, there's always some artwork there or something, some, something funny that's up there for a while. It was like my graduation party card with like a Hitler mustache drawn on it. And I, I hated hilarious. that thing. Okay. Cause <laughs> first off, who the hell draws a Hitler stash on someone's grad party invitation when that's the invitation you're given? Like that's generosity. And then doesn't even show up to the that's, party. Doesn't even show up to the party. He just drew Hitler stash, threw it on the fridge, dipped. That's it. Absolute legend, though. <laughs> I would like to name that man. That man is uh, Willie. Old man Willie. Willie is an absolute legend. Yes, he is a legend. Which I should probably t- tell another story about that soon. But did you know that you actually don't know this? I know for a fact. But on the fridge now. The newest addition to the fridge is at your grad party. There was all these pictures. Okay,
1: no fucking and, way. He, okay, who, did one, Mark put okay. that shit kay. on the fridge? One of oh, the pictures. Okay,
0: the one of one of the pictures <laughs> that you had uh, available for everyone to see was a picture of what appeared to be, let's say, four or five year old Drew Paisold in a wrestling uniform. I don't know what you call it—a wrestling singlet. With the long socks? With the long socks. I was wearing and the bowl. It looks like a bowl cut. I I'm just saying it looks cup, like a bowl cut.
1: And I had these long socks that go up to your, like, all the way up under your singlet that goes, like, to your mid-thigh. And they were, they were like, striped white and purple. Man, that's a brutal time. Oh, my God.
0: And this picture, it's huge on the fridge. It is huge. It's been up there for weeks. And I, every time I walk in there, I laugh so hard. Because it's the most hilarious Like, picture. how big are we talking? Like, a, like it's like a, a regular like, sheet of paper. But on that fridge, it's, like, huge. huge. Oh, fuck. Ah, I'm going to have to hilarious. go. I'm going to have to show up to the shop
1: and be like, hey, is my is my toolbox for the back of my truck still in the shop? It is. is I it do know there? that for a fact. Yes, Willie hasn't stolen it yet? Uh, surprisingly, no. Okay, well, if
0: he did, I'd fucking kill him. I need to come get that, actually. So yeah, it is there. It's fucked. Dude. Another thing that's in the shop recently, my dad bought a three-wheeler three-wheeler not a four-wheeler a three-wheeler those things are dangerous they dis-
1: story you want to hear a funny story let's hear it my dad almost killed himself on one of those how he was driving home they they lived out his grandparents or his grandparents my great-grandparents lived out on a farm right huh? and they had a yep. three-wheeler so he was out driving the three-wheeler the sun was going down he was driving back to the farm on the three-wheeler didn't yeah. see a barbed wire fence
2: Oh, basically
1: yeah. almost decapitated himself. He had a cut from like one side of his neck all the way to the other side of his neck. Mm-hmm. And the, he told me he was like millimeters from cutting his jugular. Oh
0: my god. Then we wouldn't have this podcast with the blessed Drew Paisel if that would if have that
1: come would have, a little bit closer. I mean, I mean, like the scar was huge. Oh and I saw god. a picture of it. The stitches look gnarly, man. I mean it. he's oh still kind of, it's like the scars like in a crease, like when you're like Put your neck... Like, your neck has a creases, you know? Yeah. It's, like, right in one of those creases. But, I mean, I saw the picture of, a, like, after his surgery, after that happened. Mm-hmm.
0: Oh, my God.
1: It was it was bad. Yeah. I mean, but, but that, that's just... I've never ridden a three-wheeler in my life. Is yeah. it
0: pretty... F- have you ridden it yet? I have ridden it a few times. Okay, so my dad bought the three-wheeler from, shout out, Mark Bornick. Mark Bornick, thank you for selling us the three-wheeler. But we... I definitely take that thing ice fishing. Oh, you have to. Yeah, we have to. That's what It has chains on it everything. That's crazy. It's, it's good to go. We're definitely taking that thing out. I can't wait to go ice fishing with you. And, I cannot and wait. Yes. It's going to be awesome.
1: It's going to be a blast. It's going to be, I mean, especially up in Green Lake, like, I've never fished up there. I don't even know where Green Lake is on a map. Like, I couldn't even direct you in the right direction. Yeah. Isn't it kind of up by where you went to school? Yeah, right so, next to Ripon. So kind of northeast? A little bit, yeah. Mostly north, but, but a little bit east. All right. Right? Yeah, something like that. Okay,
0: Yeah, close enough. But, all right, next subject. Next subject with Drew Pacehold. Oh, God, here we go. All right, I got to piss again, so I'll leave you with this question to answer while I'm taking another piss. Dude, buddy can't hang. Yeah, okay, I'm working on it here. My bladder is very small. That's fair. Okay, you're going to school. Oh, no. You're going to school, okay? That's hopefully the plan. You're going to school, hopefully, next fall. Yes. Next fall, okay. I want you to tell the people... I'm pissing where you're gonna go to school what you're gonna study okay and why you want to study that
1: okay I'll do my best
0: all right be back in a few minutes all right sounds good
1: all right so basically I um I didn't initially after high school didn't want to go to school because I thought it was a waste of time and a waste of money but I um I figured out what I want to do with my life I want to... Be a golf course superintendent, which if, just to fill you in, a golf course superintendent is someone that runs a golf course on the, on the actual golf, like the, the actual like golf course side, not the clubhouse, but like the greens, the fairways, all the, the landscaping things, all that, like the chemicals, all that. And to do that, you have to go to school for that. You can't just, like sign up and be like you're good You have to get like qualifications And you know licenses And like chemical licenses And stuff like that So I have to go to school I'm going to go to school um, At a technical college For five semesters Is the program length And it basically is a broad A broad course that covers The golf course The clubhouse restaurant. I mean, basically everything, so you know everything that has to do with the golf course. So that's kind of where I'm leaning right now, and I'm going to be going next fall. So it's two and a half years, which is a long time, but when you really think about it, it's not that long of a time. Um, If I can do it online, that's my preferred method of doing the school, so I can stay at home, save money. But if I have to, they have on campus housing that I can move into. It'll just make my course cost double what it would normally be. So instead of being like eleven thousand, it would be like twenty thousand if I lived there. So I'm hoping that it'll it'll let me um not live there basically, like let me um do it online because if I can do it online, I can stay home. I can work and save money and make money at the same time. So I don't have to take a loan out for the school, but um, I'm glad that I'm finally going to go to school because um, I'm very passionate about it and I actually really enjoy working on the golf course and all that. So now that Jake's here, I'm going to just fill him in a little bit. You kind of already know what I want to do. I know
0: the gist. I know the gist.
1: But I was telling him how, like, I'm hoping that I can do this course from home. Instead Mm -hmm. of going, because the campus is like an hour and 15, hour and a half away.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah, that'll save a lot of money too.
1: You know, so I'm hoping that I can do do the, especially after COVID. Like all the online stuff is a lot better, I think, because everyone had to do it. So they had to adapt to it. When
0: everything first started, teachers didn't know what the hell they were doing. But now they were like, damn near a year into it. Every teacher's got like locked down.
1: (gasps) Yeah, so I'm hoping that. I can stay home, do it online. Cause that would just be easier for me. Cause I hate, I hate change. That's my real big thing. I hate change. Yes. Yes. And I would rather just stay home. Cause moving out and living on my own, that would be a lot different for me. And I'd probably have a lot of anxiety about it. Cause I, I, I love, me and my routines are like mm-hmm. the Bible for yeah. me. I do the same shit every day. Yeah. And if I have to change that, it worries me. Yeah, but I, I, don't I feel like, like I feel like
0: if you had to move out, that once you got moved down, you gotten in another routine, I'd you'd never, be okay with it. Yeah,
1: I'd be okay with it. But then I feel like I never want to move. Like after school, I probably move back in with my mom, obviously, until I could afford my own place. So it'd be like I've lived on my own for two and a half years for almost the whole time at school. I don't want to fucking live back with my mom. So I, but I mean, I'd be okay with living. I I actually enjoy living at home yeah because i'm a reasonable person a lot of kids these days are just like i can't wait (laughs) to move out i can't wait to move out i can't wait to move out what you got to realize is it's not that simple if you move out you're in the real world you got to pay your bills you got to pay for your rent unless Mm if mom and daddy are paying it for you but uh, (laughs) a lot of people like i can't wait to move out but then they're like oh my god i gotta pay 1200 a month in rent i gotta pay utilities i got to Pay for my own gas, my own food, my like everything, literally everything. Mm-hmm. So my advice would be you should stay at home until you are financially stable enough to know that you can yeah. afford all
0: the things you need. Yeah. To I'd live say on that's your your good own. advice. I'd say that's good advice. Yeah. Now here's the real question about school. Okay, I'm listening. What kind of student do you think you'll be? Will you be the hardcore partier at school? Or will you be the person that sits in the room and studies all day? How, what do you think you are on that spectrum? I think I'd be right in the middle. Right in the middle.
1: I think that, um, now that I'm a little older, mm-hmm. that I'll be able to balance school and partying. Yeah. So, the ideal situation would be, like, I go to school, I have a part-time job in the area. Mm-hmm. And then, like on the weekends, I could go on a Saturday, Friday night, Saturday night. Yeah. go to the bar.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, when I was at Ripon, my uh, roommate—shout out to Dakota Schrader. Dakota Schrader—that's a real man. He uh, was an amazing roommate for the literal month I stayed at Ripon College. <laughs> <laughs> he was a real cool guy, but he was—he was twenty-one, and that's he, legendary. That's legendary. He like he my roommate. My roommate for the month I was at college was was, was 21 years old yep. and he did buy me some stuff not going to lie but he was cool and he was old enough where like 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 you'll be where yeah. he knew what he wanted to do and like he was there and he knew what he had to do and he just did it did it yep yeah whereas like when i was just out of high school i don't know what the hell i wanted to do i have an idea i knew i want i thought i had to wanted to study like finance, you know. But you weren't 100% sure. Weren't 100% sure. Then once I got there, I was like, you know what? I don't want to do this. So then I had to leave. But people like... Well, then what are you thinking that you might be interested in doing now? I'm still going to do business. Business, Business, okay. Maybe a little more... Is finance and business like the same kind of thing? It's kind of. Kind of. I think of business, you know, it's more like a broad term. Finance is more like investing in businesses. And like how to support businesses, stuff like that. Like the more of the money aspect and the investing and that kind of stuff. Yep. Which I was big into that. I, lo- I love looking at the stock market. Not going to lie. Really? But see, yes. whenever
1: I'd look at the stock market, I was fucking clueless. No idea what was going on in my, uh, econ class in high school. Mm-hmm. We, we did the stock market thing where you would invest in companies yeah. with fake money. I had no idea what was going on. Cause my teacher didn't really explain it. I had no idea, and it kind of was miserable. But I got through it. I got an A, so it was fine.
2: Yeah, yeah
0: I was big into that class. I, I can see it. you being really yes. into that kind yes. of stuff.
1: You're really good with numbers.
0: I'd I'd like to think that's my strong suit is numbers, and that's a good thing. Yeah my my weakness, though, without a doubt, uh, language arts, and social studies, history, really? history, and, was history and writing. Those are my big weaknesses. I cannot, I cannot memorize dates, you know, people, I cannot memorize that kind of stuff. Really? That was, that was my favorite class.
1: History, I, especially like World War One, World War II, Civil War, any war throughout history, like Roman, my big thing is like medieval, I love knights. Yeah, I couldn't, like I, knights, Templar. Yeah, I,
0: I love learning about this stuff.
1: I could not memorize it to save my life. Oh my God. It was, it came so natural to me because I was so interested in it that I could just memorize it because I liked it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So that was my, like, yeah. my strongest class. But, like, my favorite classes to take were, like, welding. I'm, like, see, like, yeah. your strong suits, like, a lot with numbers and like being I was, smart. But I me? Would,
0: my bragging point is that in high school, I was really good at math. Yeah. You know, I was I was in eh, at every other class, but math was, like, that's my, my shit. I love yep. calculus. In fact, shout out Mr. Weimer at uh, Stone High School. Tough. Like the guy's a real G.
1: Yeah, I mean, but you know me. My strong suit's working with my hands, fixing shit. Mm-hmm. That's, that's kind of my strong suit. And each side, like, either you're really good with working with your hands and doing that kind of thing, or you're really good with numbers and being smart, like that kind of smart. There's two different kinds of smart, really. And I'm not saying that one's better than the other, because mm-hmm. each of them have their advantages for sure. My favorite, I'm glad that I'm more like a hands-on, yeah. get-down-and-dirty kind of guy. Yeah. But at the same time, I wish I was super smart with numbers because it would just make things so much easier a lot of the times, you know what I mean?
0: Mm-hmm, for sure. Also, yep. I can't give a shout-out to Mr. Weimer without getting a shout-out to Mr. Last. That's also a real Mr. One. Last was awesome.
1: <laughs> you don't want to hear a funny story about Mr.
0: Last? Okay, make sure it's appropriate because no, no, that man is. does still work at the high school.
1: He, um, when... I was in pre-calc,
2: mm-hmm.
1: and I was not doing good at all. Okay. I had a D, okay. I had a D in the class going into semester, right? Uh-huh. And I needed a C. Okay. Because if I had a D, I was a Norwegian dancer. Yeah. So if I would have got a D, I would have had to sit out a dance performance. Okay, yeah. I was a big dancer, guys. I know it doesn't look like it, but I was. Yeah,
0: he was, he's prancing all over
1: the place. Prancing. Anyways, so... And I loved it. Dancing was awesome. It was like my favorite thing to do, honestly. Um, I went. We have you have your final test and you have the some the semester test. Mm-hmm. So there's two tests at the end of the quarter. One is like eighty percent.
0: Yeah, your, the 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 big tests
1: are worth eighty,
0: a, like total eighty percent of your grade.
1: Yep. Yeah. So like the final test, that's like make or break your grade for the year. Mm-hmm. So on that test, I got a C. So that I was fine with C is not that good, but it was, that's what I needed. I need to get a C or It gets
0: gets the job done. Yes.
1: And my final unit test, Uh I got an F. So that put my grade down to a D. Okay. He gave me a couple extra points, got me up to.
0: Did you have to like go in and like. No, he just gave them to me. Cause like he he knew I tried. He he obviously thought that you earned it. Yes. Because he he wouldn't have done that to just any student unless he really thought that you really deserved it. So yes, exactly. Because I would go in and talk to him after class or on lunch, and we'd work things out. Try to figure shit out. He was he was a really good teacher just because he he understood he understood where the students were coming from. Yes. And if he knew that like you really worked hard on something and you really showed him that you worked hard, he would help you out any way that he could.
1: And. I think he knew how much it meant to me to get a at least a C, so he he gave me like three extra points, got me to a D for that test, mm-hmm. and I got a C for the quarter. So like yeah. major respect for Mister Last. What a guy! What a guy! Because he he actually cared about his students, which was nice, and he was always super enthusiastic. He wasn't. Oh like, yeah, just saying. Okay,
0: sorry. Yeah, 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 yeah. All right. Next subject. Because. I know we're already real deep into the podcast and we only have a limited amount of time, so I got to get to the key subjects. Okay, I'm ready. All right. You worked plumbing. I did. Plumbing, plumbing, plumbing. For how many months? If you had to guess, like, what, six months? Eight months? A year? Eight and a half, nine. Eight and a half, nine months. I want you to tell me about the grossest thing that you ever saw. There's two. There's two. Okay. Okay. So I'll keep it short, short and sweet.
1: First one, it was... So I just want to make this... I want to give a little background. You start at 6 o'clock in the morning, and you get done when your final job's done for the day. Okay. So you, it could be 3 o'clock, could be 4 o'clock, could be 10 o'clock at night, okay. whenever you finish that job. So it was like 2 o'clock, and we are going... I was working with... a. I was. A, I was an apprentice, so I was working with an actual plumber. Mm-hmm. And we were going to a job, and someone's basement was flooding with sewer sewage because the line was plugged going out of the house. Okay. So we got there and we walked down into the basement with the sewer machine. There was at least four inches of shit and piss and toilet paper in the basement. Okay. How big is
0: the basement? Let's get that. Is it like a, Really small basement, or it was it like one of those big unfinished basements where it's like stretching out across rooms, um, and we're like, holy shit, that's a lot of shit. It was half finished,
1: half not finished, oh, and it was damn. probably, the house was probably 1,200 square feet. Oh, so God. like an, not, uh, not a huge house, but an, yeah, a normal enough house. to make that shit smell. Yes, and we had rubber boots on. Oh my God. And we were in there for- How like, do you even- We got there at two, we didn't leave till like 536, and it was like- 45 minutes away from the shop. Dude, I mean, it's it reeks so bad that, like, I was gagging when I went down the stairs. Oh, my God. And, like, it was crazy because, like, after we got it unplugged, you could just watch it all just drain. And then there was, like, shit left on the floor and shit. But we weren't cleaning that up. Like, no (laughs) shot. I was cleaning up fucking (laughs) human shit on the floor. No (laughs) shot. That ain't a part of the job description. (laughs) Second one. This one, this number one, two, this one's a great story. You're going to love it. All right. Let's hear it. I don't know if I've ever told you this.
0: I did hear it though. So
1: there's this gentleman's club in Sun Prairie. Okay. Called Bristol Strip Club or whatever. Okay. So I we go there and the, we had to fix like one of the toilets was broken and one of the sinks wasn't draining. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, and this is in the female bathroom. Where are okay. those strippers go into. Yep, a lot better than the mail than the male bathroom. Well, yes, but I mean, yes, I was just uncomfortable the whole time. Yeah, because I'm yeah. in a strip club and I've never been in a strip club, so I'm my the plumber's working on the toilet. I'm working on the sink. So if you don't know, under a sink there's a P trap. It's like a U thing, and because it, it's just like it traps the water, uh-huh. and then it go it keeps going through. Okay, so you take apart the P trap. So I take it apart, and it's just a, th- the whole pipe, it's just this one thick ass thing, of hair.
0: What what color is it?
1: It's like brown, white. Brown white. Oh dear God. So it was like I'm pretty sure it was like hair, cum, in <laughs> condoms. Like I saw condoms. I swear to God, down the in this and it was like three feet long. I pulled it out. 3 feet. Okay, how like, thick how thick 30. is this tube? Is it like a It was it was a inch and a quarter. Inch and a quarter. Oh, damn. So, it wasn't too big, but it was it was a pretty decent size. And I pulled this shit out. I'm like, "Bro." And then I'm under the to- under the sink, and then I like go to come out cuz I was done, and I look up, and there's this stripper standing over top of the sink using the other thing, no bra on. Tits swinging in the breeze. And I was like, oh, my God. Ma'am, oh, my God.
0: Oh, my God. Ma'am, ma'am. I am. I'm the plumber. I am 18 years old. And, she, and she's like,
1: oh, I'm sorry, sweetie. It's okay. Like, um, don't worry about it. Just do whatever you got to, you know, do whatever you're doing. Not, She wasn't even phased. And for me, it caught me off guard because I'd never been in that kind of situation. But then I realized, like, oh, she's a stripper. Like, this is a normal day for her. <laughs> but, I mean, that shit was gross. Just that. That snake of hair and, ugh, I mean, it was it was so gross. The snake. <laughs> and I had like I had gloves on, like rubber gloves. So I mean, thank
0: God for that. That would. Have been thank brutal. God. Yeah, I could never do a job like that. Ever, 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 ever. I mean, most I mean, of the time. I mean, for a certain amount of money, of course.
1: Yeah, but like plumbers make good money. Yes, but like most yeah. of the time, I was putting in water heaters or putting in water softeners or. Putting in new toilets, doing stuff like that, stuff remodeling a bathroom. It wasn't I rarely did really gross stuff, but occasionally, mm-hmm. I mean, shit happens.
2: You gotta yeah, clean literal up. Literal shit. shit happens.
1: Literal shit happens and you gotta do something. I mean, someone's gotta fix it. You know, anyway. so it is what it is. Nothing too nothing too crazy. But those things that I learned, I'll carry with me throughout life and I'll be able to fix shit. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. So that's good. Yeah, you can I mean, probably fix any most things they do with plumbing for years to come.
1: Yeah, which is great. I mean, it was a great experience. All the guys that I worked with were cool. Mm-hmm. I mean, I learned a lot, so I can't complain about it. It just wasn't for me in the end of the day.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. The course just kept calling to you. Dude. Uh, calling to your soul.
1: I mean, I remember I remember, <laughs> I remember um, calling your dad and I was like, yo,
0: like... What do you I, do you I, do you I remember think? the day that call came in because... Not gonna lie, a course without Drew Pesold is a a course that is less interesting. Really? Like, what did your dad say? Like after I Dude, called you, I remember like,
2: you know, the summer the, you. summer, the summer,
0: the summer before you're like, oh, I'm gonna go into plumbing. And I'm like, okay, bye, Drew. And then I'll keep snapping you. I'll keep trying to talk to you, but like, we're not gonna work together. So, bye bye. well, I was assuming See that at that, I was assuming at the, at that point that we were like. Okay, we're gonna slowly grow apart, and then eventually, like, he's just gonna stop stop snapping me. That's how that's how I was viewing it. I I would never do that to you. Yeah, I know, I know now, but back then I was like, "eh, it's eventually gonna fade out." And then all of a sudden, I'm sitting at home. It was like a random day after school, and a call comes in, and my dad he he takes it so seriously. You know, usually when he takes calls, he's like, you know, just hanging out. He steps outside the house. On, I, he's on the screen porch so, in the middle of winter. Did he know it was me? Yes. Oh okay, color yes. ID. He, he answered the call. Okay, Drew Paisold, And you say whatever whatever you say and you're like, I want to come back to work. He steps outside of the house in the middle of like whatever you call In them. the middle of the call? In the yes, in the middle of winter. He is out on the screen porch up there, on the deck. He's pacing back and forth. Like talking to you. And I'm like, oh my God, what is this call? Are we are we about to be homeless? What's going on? What is going on here? Are we about to, <laughs> is my dad about to lose his job? We're about to be homeless on the streets. What is going on? Yeah. And he comes back in.
2: Drew's coming back.
0: Like, whoa, that is the last thing I expected. Because you didn't tell me before you made that call. He, I, I didn't never, tell anyone. Yeah, you didn't. Only my mom and I knew. Yeah, I didn't see that call coming from anywhere. And then all of a sudden, he comes in. He's like, yeah, Drew's coming back. I'm like... Hell yes! This means this man can come back, and we can have a, a lot more fun for another summer, or many more to come. And you know, you know, I, I don't know if I'm I'm out of place saying this, but I feel like
1: your dad, like I'm like, I feel like your dad feels like he has
0: to train, you know, train me. Yes, you're you're there's nothing. You're I'll, a loyal worker. You know that's there, what it's called. It's called yes. someone. It's called my dad works a, spec- in, a very uh, my dad works a very specific job. And for someone to show interest in that job, he gets very excited by it as he should be. And when he sees someone show a lot of interest, he obviously wants to help them as much as he can. Yes. And he did. He's he, helped me. Yes, a lot. he has helped you a, more than from that, what I've heard. Yeah. You, see, the
1: biggest thing is like, I just hope one day I can be Mark's assistant oh after my going to school. That,
0: bold statements. Bold statements. He's gonna. He's gonna hear this. He's gonna
1: hear this. I just. That's my, honestly, my goal right now, get through school, work under Mark, learn as much as I can. Because I really, I I don't know, I just feel like the
0: Stone Country Club. That's bold statements, and Dad, he really means that. Listen to him.
1: I just, I just feel like, I don't know how to put this. I just feel like the Country Club is where I'm meant to be. Mm -hmm. And I feel like no one better to learn it from than the man, the myth, the legend himself. Mr. Marcos. Mr. Marcos.
0: But that's just how I feel personally. Yep. I have a feeling you'll do really well in school. Like, you already know a lot of the stuff. Like, for yeah. for running a country club, you already know more than the average student that's going in. And I have a lot of confidence in you. Yeah, but, for sure. What do we got going on next? What, what are we all right. Talking? We have a few rapid-fire questions. Oh rapid-fire questions for you to answer. Let's, let's run it. Let's hear what we got. Favorite drinks. What kind of drinks? drinks.
1: Alcoholic. Bush Light. Bush Light. Number one. I'll give you my top three. Okay. Captain Coke, number two. Close second. My third would have to be I really like um probably um like a like a vodka with like a, a monster energy drink. Like pipeline punch. That shit is so good. Oh but, but nothing beats a bush light, dude. Hot summer A nice day. latte. Nice summer day. Rip a, rip a bush light. Facts. Next
0: question. Okay. Same. I want you to give me three least favorite drinks. Drinks where you put them in your mouth and you're like, holy shit, that's disgusting. Get it out.
1: Um. Peppermint schnapps.
0: Fucking okay. disgusting. Okay.
1: Number okay. one, hate it. Okay. Um, certain types of red wine. Okay. Like really dry red wine, disgusting. And number three, Fireball, hate it. I took a shot of that shit for you. You
0: did, like a soldier, like a soldier. If you would have told me that was your least favorite, I would have just had you take a shot of something else. Like, nah, bro.
1: I, I'm a man. I, you're I drink a man. Everything. You, you, you drink that. But really, Fireball, it's not my. I'm not a real big fan of cinnamon. Besides, like uh, cinnamon rolls, yeah, but those aren't really cinnamon. Cinnamon. Cinnamony. Yeah, that cinnamony. Cinnamony. I'm more of a, because you always taste the, the stuff on top, whatever.
0: All right, I want you to give me in two minutes or less the story of the most drunk you've ever been that you haven't discussed already. I heard some... I remember hearing a story about you passing out in a bathtub. Not sure if that's true or not. Okay, 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 You're on the clock now. If
1: My most drunk that I think I've ever been was, um, it was a New Year's Eve last year. Okay. And I was at a buddy's house, and I got absolutely wasted. But at the time, I didn't think I was that drunk, really. I wasn't feeling too drunk until I got home, and I was wasted, and... I was downstairs. I was sleeping in the recliner. I remember getting up and puking twice. Okay, that's it. And I thought I went back down, laid down, and fell asleep. Uh Woke up the next morning, thought everything was fine, went about my day. My brother comes home that night, and he's like, Drew, you remember last night? I'm like, yeah, I puked twice and went to bed. He's like, no, you puked like eight times. (laughs) I was like, no, I didn't. He's like, bro, I got a video of you coming over and talking to me in the middle of the night. <laughs> I was so drunk. I don't even remember puking six times or talking to my brother. I, like, walked into his room. I'm like, I'm so fucked up. I smell, like, puking and beer. And I'm fucked, <laughs> Like, shit like that. Like, talking so fucking bad. Like, and, like, he was like, dude, like, you puked. And I, someone was cleaning up puke in the bathroom last night. Like, apparently I puked. I missed the toilet. And I cleaned all that shit up, too.
0: I was hey like, yo, speaking of puking and missing the toilet, shout out Brittany Estervig. Let's go. Yeah,
1: copy that. He knows what that happened, what happened there. But it was like Cade thought my mom cleaned up the puke, and like we were all through were talking about it, and she's like, I didn't clean up any puke. And I'm like, Mom, you should be at least proud of me that I cleaned up my own puke when I was blacked out
0: drunk. <laughs> like, facts, right? That that is impressive. That is impressive. That is a good story. That's a good two-minute story, and you did it in less than two minutes. I was Congratulations! Up. I'm, I'm oh too good with this shit. Oh my god! Now, this next question, I want you to really think through. Okay, I'm thinking. All right. So you know, we just you just broke up with your ex. Now I'm not going to get too into detail. Okay, I know this is a broken heart deep subject. Okay, it sucks. But just in case she is listening. Just by the off chance that she is actually listening to this podcast at this exact moment. Okay. And she finds herself in this situation, which not saying that she would, but she was a very sweet lady, and I will give her the chance to hear this. What would it take for her and Mr. Drew Paisold to resume a relationship? Be honest. If it's an absolute no, just say no. For... Me and her to date
1: again. Yes. What would need to happen in order for that to happen? Well, I'm just going to be straight up with you right now. Okay. Now, be careful. Be careful. I'll be careful. I'm being careful. This isn't even the liquor talking right now. Okay. Because I'm still straight. I still love her. Okay. Even though everything has told me that I shouldn't. Okay. That I should move on. Okay. I haven't. Okay. If she... Came to me face to face. You know, guy to girl, girl to guy. Yes, and said, "Drew, I'm so sorry for what happened. Like, I've realized how much you meant to me. Stuff, you know, stuff like
0: that. You know, like really yes, laid like it all re- out. Really was dead honest.
1: Yes, and like really want like felt like she messed up and wanted to try again, even though." I fucking doubt it, but and the
0: off chance that she did, I'd say mm-hmm.
1: yes. At right now, okay. at this right moment, now,
0: at this moment. No, I want to make sure to her that you, this podcast is being filmed December twenty third. Twenty third, okay, December twenty third. If it is more than a month after this, double check with the man because he's gotta he's gotta I, spill I'm everything gonna be for honest. you.
1: I don't think I'm gonna move on anytime soon.
0: Okay. You heard it here. You heard it here. I you, loved her so much, man. Okay, I'm getting no, too. Don't deep. get all. I'm getting too deep. Don't get. Don't start crying on the first podcast. I, I swear don't to cry. God.
1: I'm a man. I don't cry. I'm just saying. I really loved her. I really love her still, and I hope.
0: Okay. Whatever happens, we, she's happy at the end. We of the day. will leave that issue at that. Yeah, we're gonna okay. move on. Fuck ne- that on shit. On to the next one, with something that I know Drew is very, very passionate about. Pussy. No, not that. Okay. Why is Xbox better than PlayStation?
1: Oh, don't even get me started on this. Come on. Let's go back. Okay, let's start at the Xbox 360 and PS3.
0: All right. Okay, we're I want to hear it. Here. I want to hear it. Lay out your argument. Someone is coming into this. Some Yeah, some tw- PS some 12-year okay. some 12-year-old kid is coming to this podcast and is like I don't know what I should get. What should I do? Sell them on the Xbox. Go.
1: Okay. So the Xbox has always been the superior Xbox. It has a better home screen. The home screen is so easy to navigate. It lays everything out super easy. Mm -hmm. Mind you, I bought the PS... I pre-ordered the PS4 because I was told it was the superior console. So when I got uh, Xbox 360 unmatched in home screen, party chats, gameplay... Everything. It was top of the top. Black Ops 2, favorite game ever made. That's all I did. Moving on to the next generation of consoles, I pre-ordered the, get this, I pre-ordered the PS4. Mm-hmm. That cost me 600 $700. As expected, but he's loyal to the game. What can we say, folks? And then I bought Astro A50s. 300, oh my God. $350 back in those days when the back in those back days, in those days, those were like in 50, those were like Top, very, of, the top. top very, of the top. Yeah. The best. That's what all the gamer uh, gamers use. All the pros. Guess what? Later on, I fucking got pissed at the game, threw him at the ground, shattered them. Not going to talk about that. Yeah. Anyways, I bought it and I was, I was, I never got the hang of the home screen. It was so fucking linear and weird. Um, the party chats were weird. It, I mean, the gameplay was fine, but it just didn't have that feel of something that was easy to just maneuver. You know what I mean? Yes. I didn't like the the controller sucked. Okay. And now with the new the new place the new PlayStation controller, the PS5 controller, mm-hmm. it's almost like a replica of the Xbox controllers. Yeah. They added that curve to them. The PS the old controllers were so linear like so straight and yeah just not comfortable in your hands when mm-hmm. you play for hours a day. Yeah. The Xbox it's got a basic look. It's nothing they're not trying to impress you on the looks. They're trying to impress you on the graphics, mm-hmm. the gameplay, the dashboard, the you know all the different the connects. Mm-hmm. You know, all the different things that you can do with it. The Xbox for a new gamer is the easiest and the best console to go with. And that's just the facts. Just the facts. And, like, if you look at the the new systems and you look at the the specs, Mm -hmm. I'm pretty sure if they're not, they're equal. And if not equal, I think the Xbox was better on like one or two things, and the PS4 okay. was better on like okay. one or two things. Uh, so they're basically even. But I will yeah. say
0: we are very biased as we're we, we both Xbox kids for our entire lives. So you gotta I, play Xbox, bottom line. You mind. gotta play Xbox. Oh my yep, God. I agree with you on that. Oh my God. Now, I know you commented on this a few minutes ago. Favorite video game, Black Ops 3? No, Black Ops 2. Black Ops 2. Now I want to know. Well... If you had to... Si- Okay. Well, are is you asking, your, are you asking your, me my favorite game? Is that your favorite game?
1: I don't know. Skyrim? It's either Black Ops 2, which I played 73 days worth. Oh, my God. Rank play. Played it all day, every day. Or Skyrim. Skyrim. I think Skyrim has to take the cake,
0: man. Okay, Skyrim takes there has the cake. never been a Skyrim game like Skyrim takes the cake. Okay. For... People out there. Now I know there are. I know for a fact that some of the people that I said were going to listen to this podcast mm-hmm. that have not played Skyrim. And I know for a fact, including our good friend Brady Estrovik, has never played Skyrim. You're fucking up, man. I need you to give. I'm going to push you on the clock again. Two minutes. One minute. One minute. One minute. Why someone should play Skyrim? Starting in three, two, one. So
1: Skyrim came out probably 2010, 2012. Okay. The if you get the Xbox One edition, the graphics are updated to look next generation. But the endless possibilities you can create any create the player you want. You can be a warrior, you can be a s archer, you can be a thief, you can be a sneaky character, you can do a mage build, anything you want to do. The storyline is unmatched. You can there's Two different main storylines, Civil War and the Dragonborn. So there's a bunch, and the amount of side quests that you can complete, it's almost impossible to complete all the side quests. You're always finding something new. There's all the different lore that goes into the back of everything. You really have to think about every mission and what it means to the genre of Elder Scrolls because it's bigger than just Skyrim. And I play a lot of um, Elder Scrolls online now, which has like everything put together, and... It all connects very well. It's such a good game, such good graphics, such good quests, and it always keeps you guessing and always keeps you on the edge of your seat. There we go. If that doesn't persuade you, Brady, I don't know what will. You have to play it. Facts. It's such a great game. Anyone <laughs> anyone that hasn't played Skyrim should at least try it out. It's really cheap probably by now on the Xbox mm-hmm. Store. It's a great game for everyone. I mean, you can put it on the beginner difficulty. It's not hard to play. The controls are easy to understand. The storyline keeps you guided in the menu with all the quests. He's very passionate about it's this. super easy tell, to navigate. If you can't tell he's very passionate about this, I don't know what you're thinking. The creativity. You can build your own house. All the the DLC, it's all creative in its own way. It's an amazing game. Can't wait for the next Elder Scrolls to come out, which is planned to come out in like 2022, 2023. I have great hopes. Thank God. It better hopes. be amazing. I have hey, great hopes. Have you played Elder Scrolls Online yet? I have not. You have to try it, dude.
0: I don't have the time. I, I got a podcast to run. Oh, fuck the podcast. <laughs> don't say that that's, while you're on the podcast. That's how much I care. Don't jinx it. Don't jinx it.
1: Okay, the podcast is amazing. Yeah, I the- love the podcast. Yes. But Elder Scrolls Online, I'm telling you right now, we would have a great time playing together. Plus, I need to re-download it and start playing again because fuck Call of Duty Black- Cold War. <laughs> Okay, no, this is this is not a punchline, this is a PSA. Okay. Okay, you ready? Let's hear this. First of all, the maps that they came out with to begin with, trash. They added Nuketown, saved the fucking game. They added Raid, saved the game. Raid is the best map ever made. Fucking whatever you say, I don't care. Best multiplayer map ever made. It is so balanced in every way. Great map. And they haven't added league play. That's why you oh see how God. as soon as the Warzone update came out, mm-hmm. all the creators
0: gone from Cold War.
1: Dude. They all they did was grind for the dark matter, okay. and then they were done.
0: I don't know if you've played Cold War recently.
1: I play. I played. I played the new Warzone. Okay, today good.
0: before Thanks. I came over, I will have you know, me and Josh are having a lot of fun with that. The Cold War, or? The, the Merge in Warzone. We should we should play yes. soon. Yes. I was me, playing and, with me and Josh have already won 5 games. 5? Yeah. Didn't it just come out like a couple days ago? Yeah. We won 3 in a, like almost in a row. Okay, well, I'm down to play. Yeah, I, we'll my play. shots will we'll
1: play. See, the thing is we'll like, play. with Modern Warfare, the engine's different than Cold War. Mm-hmm. So like my yeah. shot was a little messed up, but That's I'm okay. getting better.
0: That's okay. All right. All right. Now, Drew, we have one more topic to discuss. Okay. One more topic. Now I want. I'm going to give you this time to rant. Okay. Rant. Okay. Rant. Okay. Nor- Norwegian dancers. Norwegian dancers. Okay. I love it. Obviously, not a thing built for anyone. I just want to know why'd you join? Why so, did you join Norwegian dancers?
1: Okay. What's my time limit on this?
0: You don't did, have a time limit. I'll okay. Just say just go ahead. Just go ahead. Go okay. ahead.
1: I'll try to keep it not too long. So. For people that don't know, Norwegian Dancers is like basically a club in our town because it's got deep Norwegian roots. Mm -hmm. So it's basically for high school students that you can uh, uh, try out for this dancing organization, club, whatever you want to call it. And you go dance all over Wisconsin and you go on a trip every year. When I was in Dancers, we went to Phoenix, Arizona and Las Vegas, Nevada. We went for like a week. Um, So you're dancing at nursing homes, elementary schools, um, public dances where anyone can show up. And at first, I was like, fuck this. I don't want to go out for it or try out for it. Mm -hmm. But one of my good friends was in dancers. A bunch of my other friends from school and sports were in dancers and they convinced me to try out so i tried out i ended up making it and at at first i was like why did i do this but over time like me and my partner we became super close we had a great time doing it the practices were fun but also challenging at the same time you had to learn over 60 dances which is a lot of fucking dances um there was great for me I was like the jokester in the group. Everyone okay. laughed at my jokes, even even the instructor. <laughs> and it was a great time. It was it was a great learning experience. You really got to change people lo- people's lives. Okay, you went to old, old uh, nursing homes, mm-hmm. and you could tell th- you could see this the happiness and the joy in the faces of the people that watched you when you okay. were there, and like that really resonated with me personally because I felt like I was changing. I was doing. I was changing the world for the better when I was doing it. Yeah. As little as it was also like when we went to elementary schools, like there was this one kid that like looked up to me cause I was like the big strong guy mm-hmm. and like mm-hmm. he knew me as that guy wow. and like he was afraid to talk to me cause like I was like his idol kind of at the mm-hmm. time. And like we had, all, we always had a good time and it was, a, I loved it. If anyone that goes to Stoughton high school that's watching this, you should try out for dancers it's worth it, wow. even if you don't think it is.
0: That's an amazing promotion by <laughs> Drew Pesold. He just plugged the hell out of Norwegian Dancers. I didn't even get
1: paid for that ad. Yeah, so. he didn't even what get paid.
0: Fuck? Yeah, what the hell? Norwegian Dancers, pay Drew Pesold. Give him, like, 20 bucks. Let him buy some Captain, and he's a happy man. All right. Thank you, Jake. Now, that's... Unfortunately, we've been talking for... A long, long time. How, how far, how long? We We're been about talking? two and a half hours into conversating. Dude, we, holy It doesn't God. even feel like two and a half it hours. It does not feel like two and a half hours. Let's see, right now it is 748. You got here at about five o'clock. Yeah, holy shit. Five o'clock. Oh my God, what a. We've been going uh, off. We've been going off. Okay. Now. has been like in a blink of an eye. As know. like ending remarks here. Dude, can't thank you enough. Cannot thank you enough for coming on the first episode of this show, Code 1030. We hey, cannot thank you enough.
1: I just want to I just wanna say I appreciate and I'm humbled by you letting me come on first.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Everyone that is watching right now, be sure to stay tuned for the next podcast because I'm yes. sure it's going to be as good as the first one. Oh, my one. God. Now, There's going to be listen. a, a diff, ton of different stories that uh-huh. probably come on here. It's going to be a great uh-huh. time for everyone. Uh-huh. I'm sure...
0: Yes, that this I'm man tune in. will definitely he'll, I'll be he he will be on again. He will be back. Hundred percent. This was a, v- a Jake, very strong Jake. first episode. Okay. F- Whenever pull, you pull want out your me phone. back, you pull out me. your phone, pull up your Instagram. I'm gonna give it a plug. Oh shit. So that anyone listening will follow you. Pull up your Insta. Okay, I'm pulling it up right now. Sorry, folks. I didn't come prepared with the notes for his uh, Insta. All right. Listen, this guy drew pesos very good friend of mine was brave enough to come on the very first episode of, of this show all right easy moment. now as such i think he deserves a follow on instagram you can find him at drew underscore paysold that's d-r-e-w underscore p-a-s-o-l-d drew paysold
1: Thank you so there we much. Go.
0: I cannot thank you enough. All right. We're going to wrap up this first episode and get this man back home because he has to work at four in the morning at Walmart. We grinding out that here. That is, oh, my God. The poor man is not going to get any sleep tonight. Fuck no.
1: I just want to say thanks for everyone for tuning in and listening to our stories. And there's always going to be more stories to come. So I appreciate right, everyone. Hell, yeah.
0: Watched. All right. Thanks for tuning in. This is Code 1030.
2: Adios. Peace.